2: Hello and welcome back to Recharge Wrestling. We're going to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm Krusty and I'm here with Keeney and Fisher. Hi guys. Hey guys. Today we're going to give you an overview of um of this week's shows and a more detailed input um, and look at the draft over on WWE. So I think that's where we should start. Sean, do you want to kick us off?
3: Yeah, definitely. So I, I guess we start from the top. We just we just run through the draft picks from SmackDown, because this this was the first round. SmackDown had the first pick on this show, um, but they they did it so they had it, um, even amounts. I think in the past they've done it so Raw has more. But on the show they kept it even. Um, so I guess it's probably easier to just run down who picked who from the shows and then we'll, we'll talk about it. So SmackDown from the SmackDown show picked Roman Reigns first, Charlotte Flair Drew McIntyre, The New Day, Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss, Hit Row, Naomi, and Jeff Hardy. And Raw picked Big E, Bianca Belair, RK, Bro, Edge, Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., Keith, Bearcat Lee, The Mysterios, and Austin Theory. So I guess, guys, is there anything from there that stood out to you in terms of these draft picks?
1: yeah, there was a couple of things. Obviously, Roman and Big E being the first pick was kind of obvious. Um, yeah, I think, but I, I, I think uh, the main uh, thing I'd, I'd, I'd talk about is the, the NXT call-ups. Like um, the NXT call-ups is the main thing, really, with um, Hit Row, surprisingly. I mean, some people kind of saw this coming, but to me, a surprise that they got called up. Because obviously, Swerve is still the North American champion right now. Um, and... Uh, yeah, to Bfab last week, um, she uh, obviously on this show we kind of discussed that maybe she wasn't ready for for TV yet. So and now she's on the main roster all of a sudden.
2: Um, I think that may mean well, that um, we're going to have her as a as a management position rather than um, rather than actually wrestling in the ring. Uh, you never know though; they may pair her with some better wrestlers, which will make her look better. Yeah, that um, is true as well. I think yeah. the move up is pretty awesome. Uh, I think they're ready for the main roster. I know it's been quite mm. a whirlwind.
1: I, I just hope uh, they don't get ruined. Um, I hope they're allowed to be as authentic because they they feel like a, quite an authentic act in the way they do their promos in a studio. And really the way schooned, they do their, yeah. Yeah, and the way they kind of rap in the ring and stuff like that. They're quite an authentic act and I wouldn't want it to get watered down um, because then I think it would be quite... It could be quite damaging for them and they wouldn't be as, as good. But If they come up and they do what they've been doing on n x t um then I think we we've got a good chance of them being uh, a good hit on the main roster which uh is yeah. would be very nice
3: i i completely agree i mean i i was the one who went in on b fab last week um and, and I, I, don't, I don't regret anything i said but i i said i said last week i i love her character i she's she's great on the mic. And she she just can't wrestle that's a problem so I, I think I'll be surprised if she's in if she's in the ring maybe maybe she'll be rested on Smackdown and will prove herself to be really good maybe i mean i hope she does but i I would expect that she um i expect that she would be uh more on the mic than in ring uh for me i think another big pick from well not a big pick but an interesting pick was the Naomi pick from Smackdown. I think that was an interesting one because we had um, Sonia kind of say, well, this wasn't my pick, and to kind of keep that going and keep her on SmackDown. I mean, I know Sonia's on both shows anyway, but... Um, really intrigued yeah, I, to see I, where I, that I, goes I now.
2: I'm hoping it, it, it... I know we've predicted a few times that she may join the bloodline, and this really, really could be good. I'm, I'm really excited to see where that goes, and I hope they don't just let it fizzle out like so many storylines in the past but they do seem to be um bringing it along so let's hope so
1: yeah and um it it was kind of obvious really that she would get drafted to Smackdown I mean she's only just moved over there anyway and obviously there with Roman and the Usos um so it's kind of obvious that that would would happen but um yeah really interested in that storyline and um the other NXT call-up that we got in this uh section was Austin Theory and um I thought that was an interesting one. Obviously, it has a, an effect on NXT in the sense that he was part of the Way faction, which I know we're all big fans of. Um, but it'll be cool to see if he can succeed. He's been on the main roster briefly before, um, got sent back down to NXT. We'll um, be interested to see what he good, uh, can do. I, I like the segment on Raw with him coming out and and wanting to take a, a selfie of Jeff Hardy because Jeff Hardy's his idol and then turning on him and taking a selfie with him. Yeah, that,
3: I, I think that was that was brilliant. I mean, that's exactly what I want to see from from an Austin theory. I was cautious that he would be a 24-7 shoo-in with the way his character has been portrayed on NXT as, you know, very, very jokey. He, he, and he doesn't win many matches, so he's not taken very seriously. Um, so I, I was worried that Vince would have seen that. You know, I, I mentioned it the other week about the... Um, the, the wedding bit where he was kind of a bit too goofy for my liking. And I thought Vince might've seen that for our oh, great, let's get him with our truth and, you know, have, have some great segments there and maybe, maybe that will come that down the line. You know, I, I, would be, I, I kind of expect that, but the way he was shown on raw to kind of take out Jeff Hardy and, and you know, be a proper hero I was really pleased to see that from him.
2: Yeah. It'd be interesting. It's actually good. Um, Austin Fury is quite a unique person as well because we've actually seen him come up to the main roster, go back down to NXT and come back up again. And he's, he survived that. That's quite rare. You don't, the only person we've we've seen do that really is Finn Balor, but he's a real exception. So they obviously really see something in him. So I think this push could be quite heavy, which is why they're starting him with someone like Jeff Hardy. Um, Yeah. I think I agree. I think it was really good and it could be cool.
3: Yeah, so yeah. I think in in terms of who moved, because a lot of these stayed just on this first night. So obviously, the Brawl women's champion Charlotte was a big move to yeah. SmackDown. That's, that was a huge um, thing. That, that was the big one. And obviously, we learned later on that Becky moved the other way. I think we all saw that come in on Brawl. Yeah, Braw. it was obvious um, when Charlotte
0: moved.
3: Yeah, completely. Uh, Drew moving to SmackDown as well. I think we all called, I think that was the most obvious draft.
2: Yeah, we we all, we all time, and that's maybe. really needed. I'm really pleased about that because well, we we have
3: got Drew and Roman now on the same yeah. roster, which was the big batch awesome six months ago. Um, what do you guys make of the new day being split up again after yeah. just reforming? I thought that was or... odd.
1: Um, I must admit, yeah, I thought was that was quite I,
3: strange. I fully expected the new day to stay on on
1: Raw with Biggie. So did um, I. I, I Biggie being really... on
2: his own, and I think he he needs that break, but I'm. I think it's a shame when you had these good feuds starting um, between factions like the New Day and um, Hurt Business. That's it. Hurt Business. (laughs) I think think
1: the reason, I reckon the reason behind it is um, the fact that obviously we're probably going to get Big Evie, Roman at Survivor Series. And I think if you move the New Day over to SmackDown, you can have them feud with the Bloodline going into that. So you may be do the New Day and the Usos for the tag titles, or you might even get Kofi v. Roman for the title or something like that. And then that can storyline factor in to Big E versus Roman at Survivor series. I've got a feeling that that, that might be the plan, or even another six-man match.
3: Yeah, you're right. I, I can see a Kofi Roman. Because Has that if happened?
1: You, That's if happened, you look at it? if you look at um SmackDown's roster now, it's not the most star-studded. Um I know you've got Drew over there as a top face, but after that there isn't an obvious top babyface person to go up against Roman. And I can see them definitely doing um, Kofi Kingston the Roman Reigns. I can, I can see it a mile off.
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the other person SmackDown gained on his first night was Jeff Hardy. I think we've already mentioned him. But I think it's good to move to SmackDown. I think. Yeah, I think obviously... I think he's got
2: a chance of, 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 of moving up the yeah, card. He'll some limelight there, won't he? Yeah,
1: I, I was just saying... And, and we can see, we can see Jeff
3: Hardy... Yeah, we see Jeff Hardy-Rinman for a title.
1: That's not yeah. what I think
2: he may much. get a belt. I think they might put a belt on Jeff soon. I think the build they're giving him. He did um, a
1: tease as well, an alter ego. Um, well,
3: yeah, yeah you know, he, I'm he, excited I, for that. You, you say tease. I think you said it quite explicitly on Ortega on And one. I mean,
1: he had one in I mean, Impact. Uh, well, he yeah. had he had Willow in Impact, um, yeah, as well, which was kind of like a weird character. Um, I've seen, I've never actually watched that character, but I've seen mixed opinions on it. You know, a lot of people seem to not like it. Um, some do, yeah, I think
3: I saw about. I can I wouldn't mind seeing
1: that. something different from Jeff Hardy. Um, no, I don't want to necessarily see a rehashed character, but I wouldn't mind seeing something new from him rather than just his old shtick that he's been doing for 20 years. I would like to see, but him versus Roman could be a really interesting feud. Um, and like I say, you know, the lack of top baby faces, I just mentioned, you've got Drew Kofi. He's probably the next obvious one um, on the list. And there's a couple of others further down we'll mention when we get to the the Raw part of the draft. But, um, yeah, he seems to be kind of an obvious one.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly just mention who Raw gained on that first night. So they gained Big E, technically. He was still a SmackDown Superstar, but, you know, he was a Raw champion, so yeah, complete sense. Uh, Bel-Air, um, which, again, yeah. I, I, think, I, think we thought, I think we all thought thought should move to Raw, but not with Becky. We thought maybe we'd see a Belair... Charlotte feud And Becky Sasha or so. That's, that's yeah. what I thought was I, happen. I thought
1: Belair Would move over with And the Street Profits yeah. Which obviously happened um, But I, I know I predicted that last week I think we all predicted Belair um, Yeah It's confusing with the titles We'll get into that But I don't Interesting I don't really to see. Like that.
2: Yeah, I know we wanted The Charlotte um, Belair feud But I, I've wanted that match For a while But we actually got that um, well, I just want to say the, I thought the wrestling Was amazing In that match yeah. Yeah, um, yeah finished well, during the but, uh, match. I, th- I think it was really, really good, and I, I was excited for that match and uh, I impressed. And I, I was actually interested to see Charlotte versus Belair because they're, I guess, the toss-up of who is the better wrestler. And I, I think Belair came out better. In my well, opinion. she she
1: had the match kind of, and in, from a booking standpoint as well, it looked like yeah. she was going to win the match when Becky interfered. So you know they, they're protecting. Bianca Belair a lot, you know, we, we people complain that the there's no woman style that's been pushed properly since the horsewomen of Charlotte, Becky, Bailey and Sasha. But I feel like they've done a brilliant job in this last oh, yeah. year with Bianca Belair to put her she's on that pushed. same level. Yeah, um, I, I know Definitely. they did with Rhea a little bit, but I don't feel like she's ever got to that level where they've put, really pushed Bianca and she feels really important. Yeah.
2: And the crowd are responding to her as well. Yeah. 100%. Which is, is good. It's really good. And she's won me over. So...
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Just quickly, the other Raw gains from SmackDown on night one was Edge and the Mysterios were the other ones. Um, So I think Edge is an interesting one, moving over.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was on Raw not that long ago, wasn't he, with the Randy Orton feud. Yeah, um, but I
3: I kind of think he's done everything he can on SmackDown. He's feuded with Roman and lost, feuding with Seth now. I mean who else is there to feud with on Smackdown him? so I think it is probably the right decision for edge you know maybe Definitely we see like edge it. edge lashley or something or... I
2: sometimes don't know why they um why they draft the likes of edge you'd think they'd just be like brock uh, a free agent yeah, well, where they just yeah, go on Yeah said
1: free agent and
3: they
2: yeah. yeah so I'm not surprised I, I I don't know why they just don't do that
1: yeah I've seen I've seen some people complain that edge got drafted because of of that reason, you know why put him on, in a draft, and then also like he was, I, I mean it was fourth pick for RAW. It's not that far down, but at the same time, he's...
3: I, I I can see why.
1: Yeah, I
0: know.
3: Biggie, I, obviously, he's champs. Yeah. yeah, and Belair is the top woman probably, or well, you know one of them. So. I, yeah, I do it's not too like bad. There's one there
1: was one I that really confused me later on, which we'll get to, um, which was a really low draft pick. But yeah, I can I can understand Edge and I am looking forward to seeing what I mean. I'm sure the the feud obviously with Rollins is gonna continue um because he's been drafted to Raw as well. Um but yeah. after that I'm intrigued to see what he
2: does.
3: Yeah, right, I'll quickly just go through the talking smack draft picks after the show. So this is where we saw Raw get in more than SmackDown. So SmackDown got Aaliyah from NXT, although I think she was technically on the main roster before, but NXT. Uh, Drew Gulak, which is an interesting one, we'll get onto that in a minute. Mace, Mansour, Mustafa Ali and Tony Storm. And Raw got the 24-7 lot of uh, Reggie, Tazawa, R-Truth, Drake Maverick, they all went stayed. Um, Apollo, Cruise, and Commander Aziz. Dewdrop, John Morrison, T Bar, Nia Jackson, Selena Vega. So, I guess where do you want to start from that lot?
1: Um, I guess the thing to point out there really is what uh, is um, Retribution guys, uh, Mason T Bar, not someone we've really mentioned a lot on this podcast in previous weeks, but very interested to see what they've done to split them up and why they've done it. So, I heard a room. I heard something online yesterday that apparently. Um, Vince was wanted to split a, tag, a male tag team to push the people individually in it. And he was torn between the st- Street Profits and uh, Mace and T-Bar. Two very different teams and in the end of how they're booked as well. Uh, I'm glad they kept the Street Profits together.
2: Yeah, uh, we but, were concerned that they were going to split them up, wasn't we? Yeah,
1: but I'm just intrigued to see what if they have any plans for T-Bar and Mace because they've not been pushed strong as a team. So are they going to push them strong individually? I'd like to see... T-Bar in particular go back to his old gimmick, be Dominic Dijakovic again. And he was and really, so
2: good when he used to have the matches with Keith Lee.
1: Yeah, he was good. good in amazing. NXT. Um, just give him that. Change his name back. Give him no. You know, give him no gimmick. Just the the guy he was before, and put him on Raw as just a, a rest, a good wrestler, a big man. And I think then you know you you could do something with him as T-Bar. I don't see him doing anything. Um, and Mace, I think. If you look at the SmackDown roster and the other guys that are on it, I do not see much um, hope for him there, to be honest.
3: It's, it's tough to tell, isn't it? Mace could go into another tag team or something. I can't, you know, maybe with Rich Holland or something. We'll like, or do something with Seamus. I, I, I don't know. It's, hard, it's, hard, it's very hard to tell with someone like Mace. I, I think another one that's worth noting as well is um, Drew Gulak moving away from the 24-7 title scene, which... For me, is is great news because I think he's brilliant in ring and he's really good. We've seen it in two or five, two or five live before, so I'm, yeah. I'm really happy to see him away from all this nonsense. He, he had a, um, he was
1: on SmackDown before and he had a decent little run when he was partnered with Daniel Bryan, wasn't he? And um, yeah, it's sort of the Intercontinental Title picture almost with him, and um, he had a good little run then for a few like a month or two. Um and then they kind of just dropped that and sent him to Raw. And then when he was on Raw, he did absolutely nothing. So hopefully SmackDown's got quite a small roster and most of the people get used on TV. So it makes you think that maybe Drew Gulak could be used in a more serious manner, which would be nice for him.
3: Yeah, definitely. I don't think there's much else. I mean, there's a pool of you know, Apollo Cruise Commander Aziz, Alpha Academy. Yeah, I I feel like the tag teams, they moved
1: moved most of SmackDown's tag division, other than the Usos, over. Um, So you're just going to get the same tag division, but on more pretty much. Um, I I noticed that with the Mysterios, Alpha Academy, Apollo and Aziz and, you know, Reuben Ziggler later on as well. But yeah, so they very much swapped. I think the tag divisions basically just got swapped around. Ali is an interesting Mm. one, slightly, because... She's never been someone I've been that high on in NXT.
2: Um, I've always thought she's been pretty good. I, I'm looking forward to have someone else coming into the to the main roster.
1: It'll be interesting um, to see what she does. It will.
2: Because I think she's good on the mic as well. Uh, whenever we've seen her in backstage segments and stuff like that, I think she can hit a good promo.
1: She may well be one of those that suits the main roster, was never pushed high in NXT, never like ever going to be NXT Women's Champion, but comes to the main roster and does mm. okay. We've seen a few like that before with people like Carmella, even Alexa Bliss, yeah. you know.
2: So she always looked good in ring, but she was always on the the, the worse end of it. She was always. I mean, beat. she was
1: in the the Robert Stone brand, which is a crap stable, and still is even without her. To be fair, yeah, So it yeah, wasn't her fault. So you know, um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's it's good to have some fresh faces in the women's division. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm, um, I
2: think as well with with, with sorry, go. On. No,
3: no, you carry on. I'd Say with Leah cut a really good promo on um, Talking to Mac as well uh, where she was quite passionate and said I think she's going to be a face from home where she was like dreams do come true and you know you've got to believe and all, all of that kind of motivational stuff but I thought she cut a really good promo so I think that's a good good start for her.
1: Yeah it'll be interesting to see her first feuds with if her. if she's put on TV straight away um, hopefully. There's a f- f- fair few uh, top tier women on there so
2: you know Something I missed from the last draft lot. Sorry to go back for it, but I wanted to mention it. Um, How Corbin's being booked at the moment. Um, I know I mention him all the time, but it's nice to actually see him being booked strong. Um, I think it's the first time I've seen end of days in quite a while and he hit it twice. Uh, (laughs) Once outside the ring, and once in the ring. and It's one of my favourite finishes, actually. I know he doesn't have that much of a um, move set, but yeah, I think it's great that he's finally been booked um strong. So I'm a happy crusty.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I'm all for him. I quite like the gimmick and I like don't mind madcap moss with him. I think it's you know it's fine for what it is. I was a bit annoyed that it came at Kevin Owens' expense, but I know I think I know what's happening with Kevin Owens, so you know, I'm not really surprised. Yeah. Just a definitely. bit disappointed. Um, but we'll see. We'll get to KO in a bit.
3: Yeah, well, let's move on to the Raw picks, the picks on Raw. So Raw obviously went first. So Raw got Becky Lynch, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, AJ and Omos, Kevin Owens, The Street Profits, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross, Alexa Bliss, Carmella and Gable Stevenson. We'll come back to him. Uh, SmackDown got The Usos, Sasha Banks, King Nakamura and Rick Boogs, Seamus, Shayna Baszler, Zaya Lee, the Viking Raiders, Ricochet, Gaza and Carillo, Cesaro, Ridge Holland, and Sami Zayn. So I guess where do you want to start from that Well, Rich,
2: Ridge, Ridge Holland, I think. Okay, go for it. What a what a whirlwind pull up. That's that was weirdly. I mean, we we, we saw him in NXT UK, I want to say 18 months ago. Probably um, about then, he, that. then he got brought up to the to NXT, which was quite quick. Then he got injured, so he was away for quite a while. Mm. And then he's come back for the last couple of months or so. Uh, had some really good matches, um, and now they brought him up to the main roster. I've always quite liked his look and the way he is, and it, it it's good to see uh, a British man coming coming through onto the to the main yeah, WWE. Another scene. English guy. It is
1: of nice. Quite on the main roster. Yeah, it's nice for him. Yeah. Um, he's got potential as a big man on there. There's not many sort of guys his size on SmackDown. So. And he
2: can wrestle as well. Uh, he, he can wrestle. Um, and to be honest, he's, he, he's been cutting a bit of promo as well lately as well. Um, yeah, I think the only surprise really
1: is they didn't bring Pete Dunne with him. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it goes on his own.
2: I've never... Th- I, I love Pete Dunne and I think he's brilliant. I just never have thought he would suit the main roster. I don't know why. I just... I just don't I can understand he, that but he, he also fit. I, d- He's I quite don't know dry, if he really fits
1: he? NXT 2.0 either. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, the old so NXT is but not, you know. So it's it's a it's a difficult one for Pete. I think he needs to get called up fairly soon before otherwise he'll just kind of um become stale in NXT but um and he signed a new deal to stay with WWE so I hope he comes up eventually but we'll see.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought we could have seen a tag team. Um, you know, the tag division's not massively strong. But yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Crassie. I think I can see why Pete Dunn's not on the main roster. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, Ridge Holland, what, what a move for him. Um, I, I, so, was so gonna, so
1: going. I was going to bring up, um, I, was, I mentioned a minute ago, that it was one I didn't understand why the, the draft position. Why is Finn Balor drafted so low? Um, this one baffled me. Yeah, he's below if Kevin Owens. He's it, below Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, on Damien Damian Priest, I get because he's um, a, a, champion. A, you know, a champion. Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley. But even if you look at it on the other side, so he can be drafted. If he, say he was drafted after, technically he's drafted after Sheamus, Shayna Baszler, and even Ziya Lee.
3: And the Viking Raiders.
1: Yeah, it was. It was very odd. Um, yeah. I kind of forgot about him because I was like, he didn't come out straight away. And I was like, oh, we're getting to like the mid card here. We've got, you know, Seamus and the Viking Raiders. And then it was just, oh, by the way, Finn Balor's going to Raw. I was like, what? They also like,
2: said the Demon as well, which I found very interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Obviously they're not getting rid of it. I thought maybe that persona wouldn't come back after what happened, um, but obviously it is. Um, but I'm glad he's, on a positive note, I'm glad he's moved over to Raw because like, even though he's not been on SmackDown that long, I feel like the, having that feud with Roman... Going back to it again would have been a mistake after everything that happened.
3: Yeah, um, so and I'm glad I, it's
1: got a fresh
3: perspective. We, um, we we debated after Extreme Rules whether uh, whether they'd you know make a storyline out of the ropes breaking or not, or, or ignore it. And I think this just confirms that they're they just ignoring oh, it. I, I was so because sure. moving him away from Roman, never never speak of it again. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's quite clear what they're doing there. And, um, yeah, but I think so, it,
1: if you look at Raw's roster, I mean, Raw's roster is absolutely stacked now compared to what it was before the draft, I think. So, I mean, you can have some... I mean, Balor has already tweeted teasing a match of AJ Styles, which, you know... Who they're trying to
2: push um, <clears> Raw again, so, aren't they? They're trying it, to get those they clear, clearly are with the,
1: with the roster they've got. I mean, we'll talk about it at the end, but I feel like they've come out with. them the strongest out of the draft. Um, yeah, yeah. especially when you
3: compare top guys on both rosters. Raw has is, is very heavy, especially the men's raw. division. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, sorry, yeah, I, I mean the men's division. The, ta- yeah.
1: The, yeah. the 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 women's and the tag aren't too too uneven, but the men's no, division they're very feels, similar,
2: aren't they? Yeah.
1: The men's division feels very very strong on raw. Now. Especially if you consider people like RK Bro could split and you could have them on their own as well and AJ Styles and Amos as well who come into that category. Um, even the Mysterios, potentially. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what else you guys thought. Yeah, stood out I, I, from that something, round something
3: else I want to bring up is what I'm actually not. There's a draft pick I wouldn't have done, and it's Seth Rollins to Raw. I wouldn't have done that personally. I liked the Seth Roman dynamic on SmackDown, mm. and, and I, I thought that was going somewhere.
2: I we've am just, disappointed. I just moved we're not away that.
3: from it. I get they moved Becky to the move, you know, if you look at the oh, I f- every, move every you, couple every couple. Like. No, I would have left Charlotte and Becky on the same roster yeah. and I'd have left Seth as well. So yeah, that's one. Obviously it's it's cool. I mean we get we're probably gonna see Seth. Monday Mee Night at some Rollins point. is back. Yeah, but I, I would as have rather have call. seen, you know, Seth and um and Roman, you know, come to a head at some point.
2: I so think. It looks yeah, like. I was excited to see that, and I, I kept predicting that if they yeah. didn't have the Rock next year, it was going to be Seth, and it was going to happen. Um, maybe they're almost certain that they are going to get this massive match at Mania uh, for Roman, so they don't need Seth this year, and that's going to happen next year. Um, they, well, and also they do have Drew
1: now. I was going to say, if there's anyone on SmackDown yeah. that's going to face Roman at Mania, surely it's going to be Drew. There isn't anybody else there that is that yeah. level. Um,
2: Give him that big yeah. win in front of a crowd.
1: I think one thing we could get, which could be interesting on, on Raw, if you look sort of just below, I think Rollins versus Damian Priest could be an interesting feud.
2: Yeah, that could be Liverpool. awesome. Yeah.
1: something new we haven't seen. And that
2: could be someone who could beat Priest. I think. I think. Um, oh yeah,
1: definitely. You know, um, and even even like Balor and Priest, you've got so many matchups there now. You mean, um, obviously Keith Lee still over there as well.
2: Alice Seth um, again as well. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost
3: like they've they've really um gone all in on Roman on SmackDown and just given like all the other top guys to well to the draw. thing is Ro- Roman be, had beaten them
1: all. Yeah. Roman had beaten all those top guys, so they needed yeah. new new opponents for Roman. So they've had to tr- draft all the top guys. Uh, ironically, apart from Seth, Seth was the one they could have kept. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess they could have
3: done Lashley, Priest could have gone over to SmackDown. I thought
1: Lashley and Hurt Business were going to go over Yeah, as Ke- well.
3: Keith Lee could have gone to SmackDown because could have seen something mad. I, I think there was a few options. Um, even a- Carrion uh, Cross. E- yeah, even AJ and move I mean, We've a- get AJ, Roman, yeah. you know. There was a few options, but like... Because even in the tag division, Raw has Orton, Riddle and AJ in the tag division, who are three top guys. Yeah, exactly. So when you're lo- out looking outside the single division, there's still top guys stacked throughout Raw. Um, so what I want to bring up, but obviously none of us really know, but this, this Gable Stevenson. Yeah. it's. I, I think it's very interesting that he got included in the draft. And actually, I quite like the surprise ones where... Like I think everyone knew he joined WWE it was quite a big story. Yeah. But he, he's never wrestled before or never wrestled on TV before.
1: Yeah, not this not he's never done professional wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. sorry, yeah, not he's an not, Olympic. Not yeah, wrestler, not, not you know, in
3: but pro, not sports entertainment or he's not, not this
1: style of wrestling. Put it it's that gonna
3: way. be interesting to see I guess how good he is. Is he gonna be another
1: Kurt they angle? must think yeah, they must be thinking this guy is like yeah. Kurt angle. Um, and, and I hope he is I hope he comes in And he absolutely kills it. It's him.
2: weird Because I was quite disappointed When I saw it I was like Who's this guy I was like I don't want this I want someone um, Yeah you know that, that I sort of already know But an exciting surprise But now you've mentioned The Kurt Angle link Yeah Yeah I am quite excited Because It'll
1: be interesting Well he, he won the same He won the same have. Olympic gold medal I think The exact same one As, as Kurt really? Angle won Back yeah. in the day
3: and also Kurt Angle, I think he surprised a lot of people. Not just his ability, but I think back in the day, um, it was a big shock that he came in as a heel, not as a face, because he was an Olympic gold medalist. And they thought, oh, you know, how could you boo Olympic gold medalist for America? And they brought him in as a heel, and it really worked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure Gable will come in as a face. I I would be surprised if he didn't, but
1: was interesting Kurt. about him as well is his brother is actually signed to WWE and he is in the performance center in NXT. So I thought they would bring them in together in NXT, maybe as a tag team or you'd push Gable because he's famous and his brother would be like, you know, the other guy with him almost. Um, but to put him straight on the main roster is very interesting. Whether they they bring his brother up soon, it wouldn't surprise me if that happens, if, if, if they make him ready. You know, maybe he's a bit more raw, needs some work. Um, I guess I guess they'll they'll see
3: how how well Gable does first before.
1: Yeah, I think they've done it. You know, as a big publicity thing. Maybe they thought if we put him on NXT. We've
2: had had a few of these, so let's hope it's not another flop. Yeah, hope. hope Um, Who did we have that that football player, American football player, who was with Mojo for a bit? Oh, Bronkowski, Yeah. That was an absolute disaster. and I bet they paid a lot of money. Cain Velasquez
1: came in kind of out of nowhere. I know he He had a good theme
2: tune. He did have a a good theme tune. He had a good theme tune. That was about it. But yeah, that that didn't go too well. Wasn't he injured though?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was a letdown. Massive letdown. And I think at least with Gable Stevenson, it's it's wrestling. He's he's an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling. It's not basketball or football or American football. Come on,
2: Gable, give us some. You know, give us some suplexes and some milk, maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's I just want, want to bring back see. these
2: old stories. I just want Kurt Angle in his heyday. That's I mean, the, what, I, what would
3: be cool is if they had Kurt Angle managing him. I, I think Kurt Angle and yeah. WWE are on great terms, from what I, 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 you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong there, but that that'd be quite cool to see if One Kurt thing Angle they come in and to, manage
1: him. Looking at the roster, I hadn't thought of this until just now, but you've got the Alpha Academy on board. And obviously they're kind of Chad Gables of also the same kind of mould. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um yeah, you could together, put yeah. you could put you could link them either against them or with them, you know, and do something there, I think. Chad Gable. Chad Gable's a very underutilized um roster member. Yeah. So I think we could there's something interesting there, but should we move on? We've spoken about requirements. Yeah, I I
3: think we've talked about all the Raw's picks from uh, the SmackDown yeah. show. So SmackDown, they gained Sheamus, Shayna... Zaya Lee, Ricochet, Gaza, and Carrillo. We've already mentioned Ridge Holland. So, which one of those stands out to you guys as, as a SmackDown
1: edition? Um, a couple of them. Uh, for me, Shayna Baszler going over there was interesting. I didn't actually expect that. Because I'm glad was... they've kept
3: her and Naira apart, though.
1: Yes, true. But now they've been pushing her very strong the last what, three weeks on Raw. Um, you know, with injuring Eva. Nia and then obviously on this show uh, Dana Brooke So I thought maybe because they're pushing her hard on more They'll keep her on more um, But they've moved over to Smackdown But I did kind of see a Sh- Shayna Charlotte feud coming And I can see that maybe that's the destination
2: That I mean, could be awesome mm-hmm. I'm just interested how they're going to do that I'm just looking at the, um, the Smackdown tough. women's roster yeah, that
3: will be tough with, with Sasha still on Smackdown And very heavily involved in There's the no faces
2: picture. apart from well, Naomi we don't know yet
1: yeah, she is at the moment.
3: But yeah, who, who's the top face? Zia Lee, if or if she's a face, Aaliyah? Tony Storm.
2: Right. Tony Storm should
1: be.
3: Yeah, Tony Storm is a face. You think
1: Tony Storm will go face? Um, I think she already is. And yeah, uh, she, I, she's, she's been hanging out with I her, her would, and Boogs, hasn't she? Backstage. I would. I would. I would, I would. Um. I would push her as the
2: top. But Stop. is she going to go right to the top and to, to, in contention for the title? She might um, have to at this point. It'd be nice if we see a non. So if we see Shane of a Charlotte, no baby face, just full on brutal wrestling that's that's what i'd like to see
3: i i said Um, it last week i really think they can make the shayna character face i know she's doing horrible things but she's doing it to people that people want to see get hurt i i i think there is something in shayna baszler being face i don't think it's
1: yeah the thing is the first two weeks she attacked heels you know people most hated heels on the roster last week this week confused me because then she attacked Dana Brooke and obviously got Dewdrop confront her, which was clear babyface stuff. So yeah,
3: that's true. It yeah. kind
1: of went the opposite way. Um, so, but Ziya Lee is another interesting one in that women's division. Um, it is. I think-
3: she, she, she's one. I, I know you, you've been hot on her for a while, Fish. I, yeah, I've, I She has really impressed me the last couple of months on NXT. She's yeah. she's changed a look. Her in ring is brilliant at the moment and. Yeah, she, I, I I'm actually really looking forward to seeing her,
1: and I I, no I, I, I think she can move up the cards quickly. I have no idea what promos she's like. I don't know, you know, I've not heard much of well, her speak.
3: Th- this is the problem with the main roster. So in NXT, she um had subtitled promos, didn't she? And she spoke yeah. really passionately. Yeah. And they, they don't tend to do that. If on the main roster, Vince, if if you can't speak English, then you don't speak, basically. Um. So that, that's that's kind of Vince's rule. So i be interested to see how she is booked in terms of promos.
1: Exactly. Um, I, I would
3: that's, love to see that's her.
1: the only thing i think that could hold her back slightly just because i know
3: yeah it's even held
1: back you know um yeah like even Asuka to an extent i would say from being like the very top
3: well nakamura is one he he, he yeah. could have gone right to the top
1: yeah well he I, kind
3: of did at one point
1: but yeah I, I
2: think she's interesting i'm excited to see you as well she's really good in ring uh, hopefully that'll speak for itself, and she she won't need to to hit too many promos. You can have really good mysterious promos though, without having to speak too much. Um, yeah, well, yeah,
3: does think she, she she doesn't speak a lot on NXT. She kind of goes in the ring and destroys people, um, yeah. and that, that, that's what we want to see. Um, so hopefully we get that. I
2: unfortunately feel I know we haven't got to this part yet, but since we're talking heavily about the women's roster, Shotzi Blackheart, I have a bad feeling is going to be on the raw end of this. I, I, think
1: I hope, I hope not. With the and she's going to
2: get play. absolutely battered by them all. I'm afraid. Um, mm. I don't think taking her out of the tag team was a good idea. No, we and that yet, Talking
1: but... of talking of tag teams, um, one other thing I've, I noticed on this on this SmackDown draft here is a former tag team is kind of could be reunited or could feud against each other. I, I think they might feud against each other. But Sheamus and Cesaro are back together on the same brand for the first oh, time in a long yeah. time, and I have a thing. Obviously, Cesaro's been a babyface; Sheamus has been a heel, and I wouldn't not mind seeing them two have a few deep, good matches.
3: Hey, some their, their matches, their series of the stuff, eight, whatever it was, were brilliant. Weren't they? Yeah, fantastic matches, don't they? Yeah, and, so. and
1: obviously the the in-ring chemistry. They're they're both fantastic wrestlers. They don't they don't go soft. Do you know what I mean? They they hit hard. Um, and just the, when Seamus and Cesaro were Drafted to the same brand I was thinking mm, I bet this, they do something there Whether I don't want them to necessarily Team back up and reform the bar They could do that But like, I would rather Them I think feud against each other And maybe Cesaro I
2: wouldn't mind them Setting up the bar again they No were, I wouldn't mind very it. Well, good the very team
3: The bar were faces at one point Weren't they Yeah
2: yeah Yeah
3: Because yeah, I, I, I always In my mind they always heal like, I think there would be A really cool face team Um
1: if, if they yeah. can put them
3: back together. but well, I thought
1: that was interesting. And one more on that side, if you don't mind. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Ricochet is an interesting one, I think.
3: Yeah, he's another one who's snuck into that 24-7 mob the last couple of weeks. So it's and nice I, to
1: see him. I feel like this separate. could be the moment for Ricochet. Because if you look, at again, I already mentioned it, but it's, there's not too many obvious top babyfaces on this brand. And Ricochet on Raw was barely even getting on TV. I feel like here... There's an opportunity to push Ricochet at least to a intercontinental title level, but even maybe beyond that.
3: Do you reckon we'll see Ricochet Corbin feud? I'm just looking at his options. Rich Holland, maybe Rich Holland's a good a person. Rich Holland could throw him around. Yeah, that could be really good. Yeah, let's oh, just look at the roster. Yeah,
1: yeah, but um, that's people. For, that's people to beat Ricochet, really, isn't it? I'm, I'm all yeah, about the other way, sort of the other side of it and hoping. Well, yeah, maybe you could sort of over,
3: Maybe it. you could overcome a. Or oh, Sami Zayn maybe or something. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess the other move over was the Viking Raiders. I don't think that means anything to anyone. Um the only other thing from this raw draft was um obviously the, the kind of the the ending of SmackDown was you know Roman saying, Oh make sure the Usos get drafted to SmackDown Paul. Or, or if not, then Uso's make sure he doesn't come back and stuff. And really I thought, oh, this is great. Like I made a note of that, I was like, oh I can't wait for that to unfold on Raw. And then, so actually, first pick for SmackDown News, so it's okay, move on. Like, nothing said about it.
1: very disappointing. And I was
3: it? like, why did they, why did they do that at the end of SmackDown then? Like, I thought they were going to drag it out. Maybe that, maybe that carries on. Maybe like, Paul Heyman celebrates and is actually, I actually, oh no, actually, I rang them and I sorted out myself, Roman, or I, I don't know, maybe something else comes from that. But,
1: yeah, a, a, a big anticlimax. Great, but yeah, it was very anticlimactic. And I loved the segments they did on, on SmackDown. Roman shouting at Paul again as well. Yeah. Raised his voice like really, you know, he, he has a very soft tone to his promos normally. And then he went really like loud. And I really liked what they did there. But yeah, you're right. They kind of just, they really teased it on SmackDown. I was thinking, oh, this would be interesting. And then I could not believe it when they were the second team. Literally the second they, pick. They, the
3: they were SmackDown's first pick yeah, on the show.
1: Yeah. So the, the second pick of the whole. I, I thing. thought
3: they'd draw out a bit and they'd have like a couple of segments with like Heyman sweating and trying to like persuade someone, like, please take them. And but like,
1: would, the thing is, I would have criticized it for that as well because it wouldn't have made any sense to not draft the Usos. They're the team they, champions.
3: They could have, they could have been, at least on the second round, it could have been after Sasha and Nakamura maybe because Nakamura is a champ and Sasha's maybe even then that's
1: still only the top three do you know what i mean what reason would they have to be drafted but like sheamus was the fourth pick for them yeah like you start getting down there and you're like well why would you not pick the usos it doesn't make any it wouldn't make any sense either so they kind of back themselves into a corner a little bit i feel
3: yeah and also just on the you know maybe they could have just picked the bloodline as one as they picked the hit um hit rowers one but you know
1: yeah i don't know why they didn't do that and the same with the new day by the way i don't know why they didn't just do that, yeah. As well. Just
3: pick them, they not know if you were doing it. Um, yeah. so okay, I think we move on now to the raw talk picks, and again, raw this is where raw had more because, um, on the show they had exactly the same. So, raw got a real weird selection, and no one. that well. I, th- I think we'll talk about a couple. They got Dana Brooke, the dirty dogs, Ziggler, and Rude, Jackson Riker stays via on his Wait. own, is on Raw. Yeah,
2: we, we were celebrating beer last Oh, week. man, beer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Liv, see how he Liv gets Morgan. on. My, uh, that, Mia, was that was a
3: disappointing That was a disappointing one. Liv Mia, Morgan Mia, Mia. M- picked on there. Yeah, Sorry. very disappointing. <laughs> uh, Mia Yim. Oh, I, 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 I will not get out.
2: I'm bothered about Mia Yim at all. Sorry.
3: I'm, I'm glad to see her just used, even just in the draft. not bothered
2: at all. Sorry to um, say that one.
3: Tamina on her own. Tiga Knox on her own. The Hurt Business, which again, why would you not pick Shel- Shel- Shelton and Cedric? You know, not in a normal draft after how they, you know, back as The Hurt Business. And The Miz was the other one. Um,
2: the Miz <laughs> makes sense because he's, he's not been around, does he? He's doing everything. Yeah. So and I'll just quickly,
3: SmackDown uh, got four picks. They got Shotzi and Natalia, and then Jinder and Shanky. So where do you want to start from those lot? I think I know where we want to start.
0: Where you, do you, want to, want to
3: you, you want to start a Veer, don't you? He
2: wasn't going to be the first thing I was talking <laughs> he's, about. He's been impressive. <laughs> he's been impressive. He had we impressive match, we last
1: we. week suddenly became Veer fans because we were like, he was good in this match, but I did not expect to them be to be separate him and him be the one.
0: Well, yeah, you, you'd
3: think they'll separate Jinder and move the other two or something.
1: But right. is this a good sign? Because people are, <laughs> I've seen quite a lot of people saying, like, oh, this is, that's it for Veer. Like, what chances has he got? He's, I mean, personally, I think he might get pushed more than Jinder and Shanky might. If he's the one on his own, he's got a good look. He the only is problem cool. is he's on the raw roster, and there are so many. I mean, that raw is mm. stacked. So he's gonna find it difficult, I'm sure. But he has got a good look. I he when they did promos as well, if you notice know it, Shanky would never say anything. But Jinder. Yeah. Jinder Shank- and Shanky were tall. is a bit
3: shaky, and he, I don't know. And obviously, I think it's clear that Shanky and Jinder are gonna be a tag team on um, SmackDown.
1: Yeah. They're just going to be a tag team, aren't they? A two man tag team.
3: I guess that's fine for gender now. There's
1: no crappy heel tag team on. If you look at the tag team division in SmackDown, you've got Mansour and Ali, babyface team. Um, okay, you've got uh Gaza and Korea, but they're you know they're quite a good team. You don't want them to lose too much. You've got Viking Raiders as babyfaces, and then obviously you've got the Usos are so the top, the top team, and then that leaves you need you need a kind of lower tag team, I guess. there. Corbin
3: thing. and Madcap Moss, if they're in the tag division, they got drafted together. That's why I think they might yeah, be in the tag it could division. Yeah, be quite
2: good. I'd like to see Corbin do stuff on his own and in the tag division. So you um, actually want to see
3: Corbin in the tags. I've, you've never really seen it before. So I'm actually interested in seeing him in, in the tag division. I, I think it'd be could interesting. really
2: good if he just lets uh, Madcap um, Mad Moss do do most of the work and then he just, he just comes yeah, in the day and he's... hits that big money Shot or something like that, and he yeah. just literally does his his deep six, um, end, end of, days. of days, game over, and then yeah. spins his stick around. All the, <laughs> yeah, the... oh, I know, think that's it, really. It's good. interesting
1: to see what they do with it. I hope they do something, but yeah, I think the obvious, the obvious standout pick from there that I couldn't believe got picked higher was Liv Morgan. Um, she's been quite pushed on SmackDown, um, so I was a little bit disappointed.
3: Yeah, so she's picked by Raw below Carmella,
1: Carmella.
3: and Zelina well the thing is Zena wasn't picked on the show though so oh yeah
1: no she wasn't that's true
3: I don't know if she's below Zelina it's hard and, to and know not just picked below
1: them well, I'm disappointed if they're all picked on the same show because I feel like they've been those lives. he's definitely wasted
2: um, yeah. oh, I wanted Carmella and this I hope this story's done and that, that'll be over when the draft is finished um yeah. There are definitely ways to get someone who I'm interested in that they may actually push quite well is Tegan Knox. I could see her, that's an interesting character, one, yeah. being very popular uh, with fans. Um, and I think you could even, uh, it's maybe a bit far fetched, but her versus Becky, I think if they build her well enough, could be a great, a great sort of storyline.
3: Um, slam next year in the UK. That's the title
2: match. There you go. And if it's in Wales, as they are trying oh, to. Yeah.
3: Now, to, you're the, the
2: rumours are, there you are. That, that's set up for that. I, I, hope I really so. think she could do it. She's, good. she's a good wrestler. Um, she, from what we've seen, she's good on the mic. And I think the crowd could really get behind her if they, if they pushed her properly. I, I
1: agree with you. I just hope that they, they are seeing something in it because I do wonder why they've split her and Shotzi. What reason there is? Because there's no, there's no. It's not like there's an abundance of tag teams. There's literally one.
2: They are both um, very good wrestlers, though. So maybe they want two individuals because the women division. I know the tag division, <laughs> the women's tag is just an absolute joke. But yeah, they need to prop up the the individuals as well. So hopefully that were I'm wrong with the Shotzi prediction, and they're actually going to push both of them on separate brands. And the way to stop them having to split them organically is to just split them on different brands. So then you haven't got to have a feud or anything like that.
3: Yeah. yeah so I, I've actually got a slightly, I come out from, from a different angle. I What I think from all of this splitting up all these tag teams, women's tag teams, well, the, the, yeah, mainly is that they just don't rate any of the tag teams. So they're basically starting fresh and they're just thinking, we'll just create new tag teams and we'll just split all the old ones up, move them all to separate rosters and Let's see if we can find some gold with like Do and Tamina or Tiga Knox Do- and I can uh, see Drop
2: and Tamina. You
1: know, it's I, Tegan, I think Tiga Knox and, and, and Mia Yim, or you know, I think Do Drop and uh, Dana Brooke. By the way, from Based on yeah, Raw, yeah, Based that, on That what, could be Do Drop Dana, Dana Brooke.
3: You, you could see, you know, I'd like to see Dana live back, live so. and Tiga Knox or something. It could be an interesting team. You could throw Aaliyah and Tony Storm or. You know, Naomi and Shotzi, like, I, I, Shotzi and Tony Storm would be a cool team. Shotzi and Tony Storm, I I just think, I I think that they've seen the tag division, women's tag division, and thought, this is a load of shit, basically. We need to start fresh. And they've just broke all of them up and thought, let's just start again. Because
1: I didn't see the point in splitting Natalia and Tamina, though, because you're not going to do anything with them individually either. I think Shotzi and Tegan, you can, because they're new, you can promote them as singles. But why, I don't see the, I don't get it. Natalia and Timmy. You know? I
3: mean, could you have Natalia teaming with like a Zaylee and mentoring her as like a Hill team? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just, I'm just shooting in the dark here. I have no idea what they're thinking, but that, that's, that's that's the impression I got from all these tag teams being split up, was they're just starting again. I hope
1: so, because they need to, they've got to make some teams, right? We were in, Nikki A.S.H. can't just not face anything. it. Will, they're not
3: even really a team, unless, are they? Unless Themselves. they
1: just retire the titles. I would say
3: watching. I would say there's currently no women's tag teams now. Even, even the tag team champions to. aren't a tag team. Yeah, I'd,
2: the, I'd prefer them to get rid of it just because it's... it's a I would prefer them. We'll get to AW. I'd w. rather have what? another singles belt.
1: Exactly. I was going to mention that later when we got to the A. W. talk, but I would rather they do what they've done with the A. W. Yeah, belt. Because even if you them split them people in. up, yeah. you can still use them is the singles. I'd rather see that. And you could, you could even the men's that.
2: tag division is a bit thin on the ground. Uh, it's, not, it's not the, as well, bad as it was.
3: Yeah. I actually think you'll be surprised at the men's tag division. I've got a list of all the teams from both shows. I think it's actually not as bad.
1: I just want Yeah. I just want yeah, to quickly worse. run
3: down the people that didn't get drafted. So there is 12 people who are technically free agents. Um, Four of, them are, four of them are unavailable right now, according to Wikipedia, the very <laughs> reliable source. We've got Asker and Bailey, who are both injured. Yeah. Uh, Lacey Evans on maternity leave, an MVP who was injured and undergoing surgery, I believe. Um, so, them four didn't get drafted. Fine. Brock Lesnar announced he was a free agent. That's fine. Goldberg, I guess, doesn't need to be drafted. So, we won't really mention him. But there's a couple of others. Um, Elias is one who's, who had a couple of promos, never seen again. But he ha- didn't get drafted at all, and I guess he'll just turn up on one show, and that will be him back, I guess. But I thought they could have drafted him, maybe. Um, Lucha House Party, you know. Maybe
2: he's bringing back his old, um, was he the Wanderer? Did he start the as in an extra Drifter, yeah. Drifter. I wonder whether they might do something like that. Um, I, I feel like the reason they haven't drafted him is because
1: he, his last couple of promos were literally like, Elias is dead. And I think he might even change his name. He might have a completely new gimmick. And they didn't want to yeah, draft so him. I, and, I just, I, like follow away and read him change. out just like, this guy. And we were like, who? And then it's Elias. But like, we don't know. So um, I think that might be why they've left him off. So that they can I would
2: almost it. quite like, I know he was very good in what he does. But I'd almost like him to just get rid of the guitar now. And just stop. Well, oh, he did. Well, he,
3: he did burn it, it didn't he? he did right yeah. So I've, no I know it was about two singing, months
2: ago. No more winding people up. Just come in and do some wrestling.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Luch House Party. Sorry, another free agent act again. I think didn't you mention Fisher them?
1: that one of them's one of them did request their release, and I think that might have something to do if with
3: that's that. why they've not been drafted. Yeah. Um, Titus O'Neill, again, he's even a wrestler anymore, but he's, a he's, technic- he's technically on the
1: roster He's an he, ambassador, but He didn't yeah. get
3: drafted, and then the last two um, I'll leave the probably most shocking one to the last, I think Shane Fawn didn't get drafted which I, I know, you know, he's nothing but like, you know, come on He we has had,
1: been doing some dark matches with a new gimmick Yeah, um, we, we, had, well. we had so I'm kind of surprised and Jackson Ryker <coughs> and... He was doing like a Crocodile Dundee gimmick like a proper Australian yeah, Mace got drafted on his he own. Was. He was. I saw a clip of it. It was hilarious. Um, yeah. So he's. And and it then, his idea. Apparently, it was his idea, but it obviously hasn't gotten very far because he's not even drafted.
3: No. And then the last one was Eva Marie, who um, I know picked up an injury on Raw. Again, it's a kayfabe injury, but so did Nia Jackson. She got drafted. So I, I was don't just surprised. By I, don't, Eva I reckon
1: Marie. The, the, the reason they did that to Eva Marie must be she's having some time off for some reason whether she's injured or i mean she does do some stuff outside of wwe modeling and acting i think maybe i don't know what she does she's got some sort of career
2: i make a good manager um so that so might she, be yeah, what she she she's hoping again
3: is that. yeah she can't wrestle so
2: no we don't yeah. need a wrestling but as a manager i think she let's have be.
3: an even marie b fab tag team see, Let's see how that goes <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can eat your words on BFAB soon. I hope so. Me too. I I, like to I,
3: I, I want to be wrong, by the way. I, I, I will say that. Um so I think it's interesting, especially Asuka and Bailey, because they're two top women who they can put where they want. The yeah. thing when is, they I think they could
2: be some big impact that they don't need to draft. That even if they're gonna come in, in five weeks' time, once mm-hmm. the brand split has happened, you could have Bailey come in and just just completely ruin a the storyline. Yeah. They could be in. in I mean, I, when I, I say ruin a storyline, I mean in a good way. Yeah, um, come in, get get involved. When when I don't know when Belairs about to win the title off Becky and or does and then Bailey comes out or something like that. Um, so I don't yeah. think they need to be drafted.
3: No, I, I agree. I, I think with those two, I think they'll just. It's I don't think they not. I, yeah, I don't it's think surprise return. I think they'll wait and see and see who needs them most when they're available. Yeah, exactly. Basically. It's better
1: that they're not drafted. If they're injured, and they're not going to be around for a while. And it, it doesn't ruin the surprise then. Everyone, you know, we don't know what brand they're going to be on. They could pop up anywhere at any time. So,
0: yeah,
3: um, I, I, mean, I like that. I just want to quickly end by just going over potential title challengers on both shows for the main titles. I think Big E, I'm just going to go through the current heels that are currently on Raw as of, as of the draft. I think you got Lashley and Seth. Again, Lashley's probably finished with now by looks of it. So Seth. Um, who else is Hills? Keith Lee. I think it looks like he's a Hill now. Carrion Cross, Austin Theory, Apollo Crews. These are kind of the top Hills on the show. The yeah. Miz. <laughs> Is Vera Hill? Who knows what Vera is? <laughs> um, I predict.
1: I mean, do any I've of those excite you? Outside like, I mean, I think oh. Keith Levy would be awesome, by the way. Um, well, carry and Cross could be as well. By the I least. think the
2: Miz, if he comes back.
1: I, I think, mm-hmm. well, I think we're going to get, I honestly think we might get something with Dolph Ziggler because they kind of hinted at that.
2: I don't that know. That could be awesome. That's, oh,
1: that was yeah. actually a great point from Dolph. Actually, What's going to happen
2: way? to Big Big Bob, um, though?
1: But I do think we'll get, <laughs> big Bob. I do think we may well get Edge turn heel at some point and go against Big E. That could be that's amazing. A yeah, yeah, I
2: think that could be a brilliant shout. I'd like that, that could be a brilliant if Seth set. pushes him so yeah, far. I think Pef might push him said. so
1: far. You might, he might come go for a bit and then come back and he'll just like go mental and attack Big E or something and be like, I, I I failed against Roman, I'm not going to fail against you, kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's a good. I don't think, I, think I can see that happening.
2: I uh, think we're going to get, I, I do think we'll him, get Big E gold. He'd have as well, to beat like, him then, though. You can't have Edge lose. Both times.
1: No, I know that's the problem. I do think we'll get Biggie Goldberg as well, by the way, because Biggie has stated it as one of his dream matches.
2: Biggie so. Goldberg. <sighs>
1: if Biggie wants to face Goldberg, as long as he doesn't lose and he
3: beats it. Yeah, I mean it's fine, just having a bit as, you know quickly. I mean? it's if Biggie might. wants
1: the match, then I don't mind it so much. I can see them doing that, and maybe like the Royal Rumble or something, like they did with Drew and Goldberg last year.
3: Yeah, um, and then just quickly SmackDown side of things. So challenges for Roman, the faces, obviously Drew. Uh, you've got Nakamura, but he's a champ currently. Jeff Hardy, Ricochet, Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak,
2: <laughs> no, no chance.
3: They are the faces on SmackDown. I'm really. Just... I'm
2: telling you. Yeah, Kofi. yeah. You
3: have the New Day.
2: What about Cesaro? Oh yeah, sorry. That, yeah, though. actually
3: I missed Cesaro. Sorry, I did miss yeah, Cesaro. I think they could do. Um, again, I mean, technically, Swerve was a face on on NXT. I'm not saying he's going to go up and face Roman, but he could be one of
2: the. I think they're going to keep them separate.
3: Yeah, he but he could be pushed as a credible face on the on the roster if they use him, right? Um, and that's, said, that Kofi. is it. That's it on Titan. Yeah, There's I not think, I counts. think we'll get Sheamus, maybe down months. the line. Shamish into a face. Who sorry?
2: Mustafa Ali.
1: <laughs> I can't see it but I'd love
2: it. would I be I, mean,
3: I, uh, I I think Mustafa Ali is unbelievable but
2: yeah,
1: the way at one point, he is at the moment, he's was no in the
2: running, he, he it wasn't so far fetched, was he it? He got
1: injured and it ruined him. It was unfortunate because he could have been in Kofi's spot against Daniel Bryan a couple of years ago. He yeah. was t- he was going to be in that spot and then he got. Injured they really dropped the ball with him. And since that, it's all gone down. He, do you remember he was on Money and he was about to win Money in the Bank and he just stood there while Brock came in. Yeah, that was awful.
3: That was silly. Um, I, I'll just quickly go over the women quickly. So I see we've got. Becky on Raw as a SmackDown Women's Champ. Technically, she's got Belair, Bliss, Liv, Dewdrop, Tegan Knox. That, that's yeah. kind of the faces. Knox ready
2: for main. Yeah. The faces. No, I mean, Slam, sorry.
3: There's a few there. I mean, once she's done with Belair, maybe she'll go to Bliss or I Liv, hope Liv Morgan. Get sure. yeah. I really
1: hope so.
3: So I think there's a few options there for Becky. I think that's fine. Charlotte. On the other hand, if again we mentioned it a minute ago, but if we look at her faces, I mean Sasha and Shayna, you would have to say are heels. So you've got Naomi, Zayly was a heel in NXT, Aaliyah is a face, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart. It's it's not massive pickings in the women's side for Charlotte Be because the, the the top couple of women are all heels. Charlotte, what Sasha, What and you're Shana forgetting are heels.
1: is Charlotte is actually the Raw Women's Champion and Becky is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, but they're gonna. I know well, that's the yeah. hills.
3: Well, that, that's another question. What, what do they do? What do they
1: think, do? They just
3: swap belts? Do we I think get one two or both title of them, changes?
1: My prediction is that one or both of them will drop the title at Crown Drill.
3: Who's Charlotte facing at the Crown Drill?
1: She isn't yet, but she's oh going to get God. added to that match, I reckon, and it'll be a fatal four way. Becky Tease, tech Becky te- te- two belts. I think they're going to put both titles on the line. It's going to be a four-way, and someone's going to win both titles, and it'll be either Sasha or Bianca. I, that's what I think. Oh,
2: personally. give them, give them both to Bianca, please.
1: I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like doing the, I don't like doing the two belts thing, but I, I think that's the direction they're going to go in.
3: Uh, they've done a lot in women's division recently. Well, the last couple of years, yeah. I'm, I'm
1: not. And if not, I think definitely Becky may. Even if it's a triple threat, I can see Becky losing the title. I can.
3: Yeah, no, I, I I think Becky could lose it definitely. I don't know
1: about Charlotte. I don't. We don't know about Charlotte actually she's not been added. But the teases and the fact that all on SmackDown and Raw, both of them, all four of them were involved in the the ending of the match. You did Belair v Charlotte, Becky attacked then Sasha, and on SmackDown you did basically the same thing but the other way round. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Kind I of thing I wanted man. to kind of bring up actually from a talking point from Raw was the women's division and those four. Like, apart from um, bel it's hard to know who's what and who who, who I should, like, they're, they're all kind of playing weird roles at the moment, all, all Charlotte, Sasha. I mean, I don't know what Sasha is. Sasha's really spoke since she's been back. Um, Becky is a heel, but she's still getting cheered a bit. And it'd
2: be nice if they come away from that old sort of structured heel, face, um, sort of I, I think you can... I'd quite like it if you just have some, because they're all really competent wrestlers. They're mm. all really confident in themselves. Even Belair, although she's a real big face, she is so sort of almost arrogant with the with the amount of confidence she has, which I think is such a good angle. Um, there's nothing worse mm. to me than a baby face that can't like is made to be weak. I, I hate that. that yeah, <laughs> really I annoys agree. me. So I think it's awesome that you've got four, four top women going at it. Who there's none of them you could say, oh yeah, that's definitely the loser. A- any of the four could win at if that match goes ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting. I just don't know what's going to happen. It's weird.
2: But that's what yeah. we want, though.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, it, it is.
2: We don't want to predict. It's it. just
1: a bit confusing at the moment. But I'm sure I'm not, by, after Crown Jewel, we're going to get a. Clearer picture of what's going to happen, I think.
3: It's, it's one of those as well, where any four of them could be any two of the four of those could be champs. And I don't think anyone would bat an eyelid like it's, it's no. one of those mm. that it's, it's kind of you can't lose in that situation, really.
1: Yeah,
2: so interesting. Shall we
1: move on to something. Yeah, I, mean, I just wanted th- to
2: talk about Seth's promo.
1: Oh, yeah, so yeah. SmackDown, yeah,
2: because I know we all loved that, didn't we?
1: Oh,
3: it's brilliant.
1: Absolutely. I, I love, I've said it before, but I love stuff that's outside of the the wrestling world done like that. Um, I think far too many promos are just interviewers backstage or in ring. I like stuff where they go to their house or they go to a bar. Or AEW does it um, every now and then, where you'll get something cool yeah. like that. Um, it's nice to WWE see. It. Used as to as well. yeah, WWE used was- to do it. Yeah, WWE used to all the time. I remember, you know, Stone Cold beating up Vince in his hospital bed and shit like that. You know.
3: Or um, uh,
2: was it? Yeah, not no, As long as it's not too yeah. often. Well, as long as you have one of them on the show, and then you don't do. Oh, well, don't, don't overdo fight, it. Like, car park. It's fight. cool when they do it, and like, it. It was cool. Especially for us at home, anyway.
1: So, I love seeing this yeah. premier. I like it on Impact last week as well. You've got Diana Purrazzo and Mickey, Mickey doing a fight in there. house. I, I love stuff like that. You yeah, just had to
2: crazy. bring up a Mickey bit. James. How do you, you do it? Every Where did that come from? Oh, going <laughs> on? He's oh. segment. And here he comes <laughs> on with Mickey James. What's going I on can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, again, I was Mickey just saying things.
1: I, I, I love things outside of...
2: That yeah. was a good fight. Do you know what you mean? Mean, I mean? I love I love fights
1: it. and stuff and promos outside of the wrestling compact. Like, not necessarily cinematic stuff, because you get, like, you know, like the swamp fight and you get some crap stuff. But when it's just an angle, it's not an actual match. And it's like a promo or a, an angle. I like well, that.
3: And I think also another point I want to raise on this, um, this yeah, I guess it's a promo, isn't it, was... It's not an easy promo to do for Seth. He has got the camera on him. He's moving around someone's house and he has no one to bounce off, uh, bounce off. And it's just the camera's on him for about five, eight minutes. I don't know how long the promo lasted It's a fairly for long promo. And he it? was superb. Like, he was exactly the right level of, like, cocky and arrogant. And, yeah, I, thought, I just thought he was brilliant. I, I really, I just...
2: He's freaky, yeah, isn't he? Applauded it's he's quite f- freaky how how good he's playing that that character.
3: Yeah, I just love like the little
2: things where he just
3: like looks at the kids' um pictures on the wall when he's like, Oh, they won't grow up to be artists and stuff. It's
0: like just little yeah, things. That it's that
2: was brilliant. Funny. It's and, uh, brilliant. Eating the apple and then just lobbing it and yeah. things like that. Yeah, it was very it was very good stuff. I I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, definitely my highlight of uh, and I think was it on run rule when he when he came in again? Was it uh, I, I'm not too sure, and he was like, "Guess who's back?" So oh yeah! Back. Oh
3: yeah! He did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's just gold at the
1: moment. <laughs> he's absolutely gold. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's on top of even his, game. his Twitter game at the moment's good,
2: and he's not even really wrestling. And yeah, that is where he shines. So his promo work is just incredible, man. It's, it's yeah, yeah. That just, was just that was probably my about my highlight. Account.
1: Account. Um. There wasn't really anything else on SmackDown that really stood out to me. Uh, obviously, the, the main event match was good, but we got the the angle we've already talked about. Um, well, there was guess, one thing on Raw that I I really enjoyed, um, done. and that was the big Bob th- We mentioned it, yeah. It was it was the stuff between Rude and Ziggler, and um, oh, Drew Drew and uh, I wasn't Ziggy. expecting that <laughs> because no, I really liked the Ziggler. Pro- I mean, I. The Ziggler promo, for me, like, going back as far as 2013 and pointing stuff out, I like that kind of stuff as well. Uh, that is
3: history. exactly the stuff I love. Fantastic yeah. from Ziggler. And it all, like, again, it's one of those. Where it made you, sense like... as
1: Because well. Drew was there as well. And he brought him in as well. So it was, yeah. it was perfect. It was a perfect duo for, to, to, for Dolph to do it against. Um, yeah. and, then big, and then Bobby Roode made it quite funny. Um, but Ben called himself, That made me. Laugh. Big Bob. Then, Whenever they and, said
2: Big Bob, I and, and, was and Drew laughing. as well
1: had a couple of lines as well. Um, I can't remember what the first one he said, but then he was like Big E and Big D, and I was, I was like, Oh yeah, Big D, yeah, Big D, that's great. And I was like,
2: That, oh. day, that was my favorite. I think that was my favorite part of Raw. Like and they, was, then they had yeah, a really a match. good
1: match as well. They had a really good a match, match, well. match. Yeah. <laughs> Um and so, Ziggler actually
2: hit a zigzag.
1: It was and, good to see like Zig yeah. Ziggler and Rude haven't done loads on SmackDown. So I was kind of excited to see them and, and see what they can do on Raw. Um and it looks like they're in this kind of program. I know Drew's now moved over. And obviously.
2: Big Bob looked good. I mean, sometimes yeah. Big Bob looks a bit weak in um, in the ring. But Bobby Rude actually uh, I was like, yeah, this is good. He is good. I, I normally don't like it when they just throw people together. Um Here's Biggie and Drew, but actually they they made that so entertaining that I really enjoyed that, and it did work with. The yeah, scene. well,
3: yeah. you're right. It's, it's usually it's very lazy throwing people together, but this actually made complete sense. Ziggler laid it all out in his promo; like it was very clear why that tag match happened. Like, there's no like, oh, yeah. let's just throw them together for the sake of it. Super- yeah, and
1: obviously Biggie and Drew are now having a match at Crown Jewel as well, so it wasn't yeah. like it was just it was, a one night. There was.
3: Great Perfect section. storytelling. What a
1: section! The whole yeah, th- this is my favorite thing on the, on Raw, to be honest. Yeah, yeah so, no, yeah. I
3: agree with you. I do agree with you. It was brilliant.
1: Look at that!
2: Look at us all agreeing. Yeah. Happy <laughs> families.
3: Oh,
2: happy recharge. Happy recharge. <laughs> <of lads. laughs> happy recharge.
3: Uh, all right, let's move on to NXT then, I guess, unless anyone's got
1: anything else. Um, I just check my mm. notes, so I don't think there's anything else mm. I, I want to really want to talk about. Yeah, let's move on. Yep. All right, NXT. What? Your guys' takeaways from NXT this week? Can I talk about Tony D'Angelo? I'm d- I've been so desperate. Yeah, no,
3: you've been on at me all day about Tony D'Angelo. So yeah. you go ahead. You, well, you, you know,
1: on it. previous weeks, I've been very critical of this gimmick. I've been he laughing. Was at your skid mark last week, I, I don't I've been like this guy. I, I can't stand this gimmick. I've had a U-turn. <laughs> he loves him. This guy is awesome. I've changed my mind because two things got me into him: his wrestling genuinely was really good. Yeah, he I was, was like, really okay, good. he's yeah. good in the ring. That that works. That's why I needed to see his debut before I did I wanted to judge him too harshly. Also, the crowd absolutely loved him. And I've seen since on Twitter, this guy is getting mad popular for some reason, like almost ironically. Mm. And the crowd helps following the crowd.
2: Yeah. No,
1: but the, if a crowd's <laughs> into something it helps, doesn't it? If the crowd's coming, if he comes in and it the crowd's just completely dead it, it kind of, it's hard to get into, but because the crowd was so into him and then he got in the ring and he wrestled a really fun match, I thought he looked good. I still not sure about the vignettes and the promo, and it's, it's cheesy as hell, but him as a wrestler and a performer, actually, he's pretty good. I'm impressed.
0: Did,
3: did you catch where he um, tried to bribe the ref at the start of the match? Yeah, and that, that even just show. that
1: little, even that, that really, little detail... Uh...
3: Why has that never happened before? It probably has. I, I,
1: I've seen it happen before. but Yeah, but
3: like I just felt like it was like, oh, that's brilliant. Like, what suits his, ca- suits his character so well?
1: Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was really, impressed. I was actually impressed with him, and I didn't think I would be. I was dreading it. The last couple of weeks, I've been like, what is this guy? Like, what's the point? Don't
3: and judge come too out early.
1: And when he got in the ring, the, the crowd helped it, and he was into it. And yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, really so good. I just wanted to say that I've, you
3: know, I've come around to it. Yeah. Uh, we also, on this NXT, we had the first match announced for Halloween Havoc, which is in a few weeks. I um, can't remember exactly when it is, but it's, it's probably three or
1: four weeks away. It's, uh, I think it's um, 26th. It's, yeah, it's just a 25th, NXT, like
3: you know, one of the NXT shows rather than a takeover. I
1: was actually surprised they're still doing it with this new format of NXT. but <laughs>
3: I'm glad Yeah, they are. It's, it's actually nice to see. And we've got, Bron Breaker, the Tommaso Champa for the NXT title, which I don't think is a surprise to anyone. I yeah. think that that was built up from Bron Breaker's first match on NXT 2.0 in the first ten minutes of the show airing. Basically, you
2: think he's with
1: him.
3: <clears throat> interesting. It's, it's a
1: hard one to predict. This It
3: is an, it is interested. I think he could definitely. Like, they could just the strap Rocket so to strong. his ass and have him, you know, <laughs> have, absolutely fly great, up it? and yeah, straight off his ass, straight off to the top of the card. But I could see it because it
2: too obviously soon? um Champa wasn't planned. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be Joe still, wasn't it? I definitely can see him taking it off him.
0: Yeah.
3: Because they
2: probably had other plans for Champa. Um
3: yeah. Well yeah, but then maybe they had the plan of Bron Breaker to do this anyway. Maybe it was going to be Breaker v Joe at Halloween Havoc and Breaker was going to beat him. In which case, yeah. if that's that was the plan, then him beating is no different. No, um, from that sure. regard. It's very but,
1: interesting because it's what? very early to put a belt on top. Yeah. At the same time, too early, be... We haven't had one of
2: these in ages,
1: have
3: we? Yeah, well, this okay. is what, what I think... One reason I think Champa might retain is because I think there's this Joe Gacy card.
1: I was going to say. Where
3: they've got, got a match next week and if Joe Gacy wins, he enters the match. And maybe they could just get... Um,
1: I hope he doesn't win again. Yeah, end. maybe so they could get see
3: Ciamp- to beat Gacy and Breaker doesn't get pinned and he's not champ. That's the way that's where they could, and then they build up to a takeover match or something. I don't know when the next takeover is or if there is any. Planning. I think there'll yeah. probably
1: be one of, by near Survivor Series. But I,
3: I, when they mentioned that Joe Gacy thing, I thought, oh, maybe that's Champa retaining. If if Casey gets added to the match, is retaining. That's my prediction. If not, I don't know what happens. Um, I don't know what happens if uh it doesn't doesn't get added. Um, but I actually think on the subject of Joe Gacy, another strong week for him. I thought he was. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm intrigued by Jay Gacy I know Fisher wasn't a fan. I, last I will week.
1: say, I know he was my skidmark last week. Last week, and I really didn't like his gimmick. But again, he wrestled here, and I was impressed with him in the ring. I thought he was really good in the ring.
3: I like his promos. Um, I don't, I,
1: like I don't him. like his cat. It's not his pro. It's not him. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, booking of him and the, the character. I don't like. Well, but I just
3: some of the things he says. Like, I quite like the safe space bit. I quite like that. And then One, he mentioned, yeah, I like um,
2: Champa's return to that.
3: Yeah,
2: it not, off my not, head. The ring's not going to be a safe space. I thought yeah, that
3: was... but he also said, um, like, no matter what the outcome in the ring, there's well, we're both going to be winners or something. And then he like destroyed I, I come in Jiro, and then like I, I just I just like everything he's doing. I he ring.
1: one thing that was interesting leading into that as well was when he left. He got st- I don't know if you see the stare down with the spotlight in the guy in the crowd.
3: Yeah, so, so that, yeah,
1: Har- that's... Is, that guy's called Harland. Um, he was is originally called. Erling Parker. Haaland also. No, it's not Erling Haaland. It's just oh, called Haaland. Well, um, he'd be Parker, scary as well. Guys, do you remember the, um, Parker Boudreaux? He was like the Brock Lesnar lookalike that WWE signed?
3: Yeah, so I, I, I it. know it's Parker Bordeaux. Yeah. B- B- whatever
1: Boudreau is. is his name. But, yeah. Is it Boudreaux? Yeah. They, they I changed I, his name to Haaland. I know
3: his name. I don't know him at all. I just know the name.
1: No, he um he's basically he was dubbed like the new Brock Lesnar because he looked a lot like Brock, but they've changed his look, they've shaved his head. Yeah, well he this is different.
3: that is another thing end of that match made me think, well, that's how Joe Gacy can beat Champa next week.
1: Parker I think that's gonna Bedro sure, or have Harland, he, or whatever
3: his name is, he can interfere. Gacy beats Champa, gets in the match, Champa pins Gacy at the pay-per-view, Ron Breaker's not champion, and that's that's my prediction. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. Happens. Because he's gonna fit, I think he's gonna come into this somehow as well. So there's four there's four people there that it yeah, but he seems into. to be
3: a follower one of those types doesn't he from the way it looked it looks like he like the, the, uh joe gacy's character is one that gets followers you know he's being all philosophical he looked and like stuff. the
1: complete opposite though yeah like but maybe he's Nazi. like
3: he's like this psycho <laughs> you know Born Strowman was a follower he, he, you know you, you can be
1: I think he's. I personally think he's costing Gacy the match, but we'll see how it goes.
3: Ah, we will see. What do you reckon, Krusty? Do you want to split the split the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Pick a side. I.
2: Yeah. Uh, 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 sorry.
3: Pick a side.
2: I don't
1: want to. <laughs> I'm <was> quite happy <laughs> talking to of to um, you, ben. talking <laughs> of voting. We forgot to mention <laughs> about our Twitter. Um, yes. draft poll. We did. Let's mention that quickly.
3: Yeah, we did. Yeah. So we um, obviously did our own draft a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure you've all listened to it now. If you haven't, go back, listen to the um, bonus pod. We all did a draft um, and then we posted our uh, rosters online and asked the public to vote. And the the winner was Krusty. Yes. He he won. With Fisher in second, me in third. Not a lot between it, and I, I was winning early doors as well. So I was, I was, I was, I was getting, getting all cocky early on. Yeah.
2: I was, I was chuffed a bit when yeah, I was. drawing. I had the late
3: comeback. So
2: um, yeah, I, I, I'm chuffed with that. So yeah,
3: officially Cruster, Cruster, Crusty picked the best roster. Cruster, Cruster picked the best roster. So well done, Crusty.
2: Thank That's you, sports fan. fans. Um, <laughs> the best man won. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, is there anything it's else on that? Probably
3: extent? because you had bloody Cena, Edge, all, all the big guys, just trying to you know just crowd pleasing, aren't you?
2: Maybe Vince was probably thinking that's a great that's a great roster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't probably. know why Vince sounds like the Cookie Monster, but that's uh, <laughs> that's what um, it sounds like in my eyes.
3: Yeah, just to round off NXT quickly, um, it's not really. I don't really want to start a conversation about it. I just want to say that. Toxic Attraction are the faces of NXT right now. Not yeah. Champa, not, not, not Raquel Gonzalez, they are not, all over the show, not MSK. They? they are the faces of NXT. This whole new NXT, and um, probably mainly Mandy Rose, she's the face of NXT and I, I'm surprised that they've gone down this route, but I, I like it. They've looked really good. The only thing I don't get is they're going they said about the tag titles again this week. And I was like, you, you lost the tag title match. They last should have week. won that
1: match. It made no sense that they lost.
3: Yeah, why like Maybe it would make so much more sense if they were champs.
0: Here. Yeah. I so I actually think I, I, I think
3: I think Mandy could beat Raquel and they she could beat Champ with them two as tag champs. That's what that's what I want to see. I, I love I love factions draped in gold. You know, Me too,
2: yeah. A female version of Undisputed female... Era. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's not exactly too different. The say. way
3: that, you know, I think Wade Barrett compared them to Nexus, where they surround the ring, it's very S.H.I.E.L.D. like, as well See, you know, these factions. I probably mentioned it's it last week. Interesting
2: as well, isn't
3: it? Yeah. We don't see it from female factions ever. I can't think no. of anyone, you know, maybe Riot Squad right at the start or, you know.
2: Yeah, um, when the Riot Squad first dominant. came in. No, or w-
3: what was the Mandy and Sonya
1: and Paige's group called? They were a bit more dominant. Yeah. I can't but... remember the name now.
3: No, not can really. I.
2: But yeah, so it's, it's, it's nice to see. And them. also they're all talking, they're all getting promos. Um, it's yeah, not like I, they've I, just got two in, two behind Mandy. They're all talking just as much. Yeah, and, and I, I want to really say well.
3: on the subject of the promos, I actually think JC Jane might be the best of the three. She's I think great, she's yeah. really good on the, on the yeah. mic, JC Jane. I don't know about in-ring. But um, on the mic, I, I think she holds her own. I, I thought she would be like the background one, but no, I, I think she's done really well. So, I'm yeah, right behind them. That.
1: Talking of um, the women's division, just very briefly, I just want to mention um, Cora Jade. I thought she this was her debut match. I didn't like the booking of it with Monet losing
2: by roll-up, uh-huh. but
3: Corey this is going to be my skidmark, actually. Frankie Monay's booking. Frankie um, oh, yeah. yeah. Monay
2: has been skidded. Just yeah, she was, uh, she was, she this was just going to be the skidmark. Oh, yeah. What a but, but her build was huge, and they've just wasted her. Move up, I, I don't know who she yeah. was really, and you guys told me but, that, but and I was quite to see really her. She is really
3: good. Like genuinely, she's really
1: good. Yes, um, um, but um, yeah. So, like, Corva Jade reminds me of she have. She's like half Darby Allen, half A.J. I was Lee. gonna say who's this Darby Allen ripoff yeah. here. But I she's more of AJ Lee girl, than anything yeah. else. No, yeah.
3: AJ Lee is the vibe I
1: get from her. Yeah. Um, who apparently is her idol as well. So that no, makes no, sense. Not a surprise, yeah. Very similar. Um so yeah, but it's like AJ Lee, but with a skateboard of Darby Allen. I, I kinda like I kinda liked her. Um, does, but I didn't does, like the match and the way they booked it.
3: Does her being AJ Lee mean Trey Baxter's CM Punk? Is that what that means? <laughs> Trey Baxter. No, I, I can't get behind Trey the Baxter. Only ever, the only other like Corey James, No,
2: I'm struggling so. with him as well. Yeah. yeah. On the promos, they made him out to be some absolute genius. Genius of the sky, male <laughs> version, but no. What
3: he you compared to CM Punk and Yoshi Ride tonight? Trey <laughs> Baxter. He's having a good night.
1: So, so I, I've got a question before we move on from our next tip. Was anyone okay. surprised MSK won the main event? Because I was a little bit.
2: Um... I wasn't surprised, but I don't really want them to retain too much longer.
1: Well, then obviously Imperium attacked them after the match, which yeah, means obviously so, that's setting that up. Which I don't mind seeing Imperium win the titles.
3: Yeah, I was surprised um, by the order of eliminations to have Brooks and Jensen the last ones. I didn't. I was get really that.
1: hoping they wouldn't win the
3: titles. Yeah, i I thought of that. That. when Grizzled Young Vets went out, I thought that oh, no, no, MSK have won it. But MSK have the best tag team record ever in NXT, the best record in NXT history. MSK. That's they're how strongly good. they've been
1: booked. They are awesome as well. They win
3: all the time against anyone in multi-man matches. They always win. So they, they don't even think it rolled up in like, um, you know, a title challenger contender match, whatever they're called. They, they just don't lose. They win all the time. So the fact they've been booked so strongly, it's not surprising to see them win. Um, I don't know when they'll lose it, but, you know, they could have easily lost it here, couldn't they? I guess.
1: I thought it, well, I think if it wasn't an elimination match and they didn't have to pin to lose the title, I think they, they yeah. probably would have been booking them to lose. Because it was an elimination. Actually, the the, uh, the uh, commentators kept getting this mixed up, didn't they? Uh, Beth, Beth said it wrong, definitely. Yeah, she, they, heard I heard
3: it a couple of times. They were like, oh, they did not have to get pinned to lose. I was like, yes, they do. They have to get pinned to lose titles because yeah. it's elimination. They yeah, mentioned it she, a
1: couple of times. I think this is the match has changed, and they obviously messed up there.
3: Yep. <clears throat> okay, let's move on to a dub. Um, yep. So... Really, we have to kick off with the um, main event and the return of Hangman Adam Page.
1: Yeah, I love return this. Return
3: and to yeah. win the so ladder cool.
1: match. Yeah, I mean, when he came in, channels. it was kind of obvious he was going to win, I thought, but that's yeah, not a bad thing sometimes.
3: I think this is one of their more obvious jokers. They've done these joker spots a few times Especially it if it was seen
1: someone It random. wasn't a pay-per-view. I'm glad it was someone on the roster because they didn't need to just chuck a random guy in it. You know, I saw some speculation saying, Oh, it could be Will Ospreay. It could be this guy. Like, no, just make it someone from the roster this time because it's not a pay-per-view. You don't need to debut someone huge.
3: And also, I don't think they could have brought in Will Ospreay or whoever, but they wouldn't have got the same reaction as Paige did because, my God, did he get a reaction on Paige? He's the most over person in that company right now. He is mad. Like, bigger reaction than Brian gets now. Like, obviously, Brian's debut, but when Brian comes out now, it's not much. God, Hangman! The crowd were behind him so much.
1: They want to see that that match, and they're getting it. So yeah, well, I've I've, I've got
3: two questions. One, when is the match going to take place?
1: Not soon, I hope. I think full gear is in four or five weeks. So yeah, no, I, I
3: would presume full gear. And then, secondly, what happens to Danielson? Because I think we've been building up to Danielson, Danielson Omega for the last three or four weeks.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I. Does, I does, think he, does maybe... he wait till after? I think maybe they'll do that as a non-title match in the end or something or, like or that. Or do
3: we, do we just get Dan... Because Danielson, maybe he goes against Cole or something. Maybe build up to that or... I, I, I don't know what they do at a paper. They could do Danielson v. Cole at um, Full gear and
2: Omega v. Um,
1: I wouldn't be against back. it. I mean, that would be too unbelievable. That'd
2: be matches. awesome. But <laughs> should he drop the belt on the first match when that uh, happens? Do on. you think Paige should beat Omega?
1: I think. I, this time I
3: think. I think. Time. It's the time. Hangman to win the title. Definitely yeah. for me. I, yeah. I think. I think he should win. I don't know whether he will or not. Because maybe they want. I don't know whether Danielson they drag it out and have Omega. a few more matches. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So, and just want to mention this match in general was absolutely insane. It was so so good, wasn't it? many spots. There was one hangman did his, like... Um, when he come in,
1: it got amazing. Yeah, what's
3: well. it called? He does, like, his, like... It was almost like a backwards pile driver off the ladder through a table. Yeah. Like, was, it, was it on pack, I think? Absolutely mental. I've never seen anything like it before. Like, that's not an easy move to, on a, it uh, to on protect. It was I've written it. Was it on, and Andrade. on Andrade? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was on Andrade, but that's not an easy well, move Andrade to protect. Andrade went through the
1: ladder as well, didn't he? he didn't yeah, he took of some bumps in it.
3: I, th- I think he bounced off a ladder, didn't he? He like, I think he like, kind of caught it on the edge. It must have yeah. bloody yeah, hurt. There sure. was some
1: big, there's some big stuff in this match. There was some great stuff in it. I mean, Matt it was Hardy definitely did a did one, greatest a got, Yeah, Matt, I Hardy, found. Did... Even Matt Hardy did like, one. It was definitely like,
2: let's throw everyone in, let's get them to do their big moves, but it worked because it flowed oh, so well. Such a good I mean, match it for a For TV match, this is a
1: you know, it's pay per view match really on TV. So.
3: Yeah, and it's such a good selection of wrestlers because we all we had a lot of like people in feuds in the match. So you had Moxley with Archer, you had Cassidy and Hardy,
2: yeah, even Andrade Hardy, and Dry and,
3: and Pack, and then just Hangman to win. Hardy, so you had later. all these feuds. Yeah, yeah that was min- mini so feuds cool. in, in it.
1: Yeah, I liked so, Hardy I it, for a second. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, was so, good in this match. That's the most decent. I've
3: enjoyed Matt Hardy for for yeah, a couple of years same, same. in AW. Full stop, probably off a
2: ladder. <laughs> that yeah. Was, through a table that's what he knows uh, just
3: oh, just such a good match and this is a match i could easily watch back again i i, I could just i'm watch tempted this. to actually yeah i i now i'm talking about it, i want to watch it again because su- such a
1: good match yeah um, definitely the right wing winner definitely the right winner, no yeah
3: man. well i think you have to once hangman comes back and he gets that reaction plus none if, of the others if, if he doesn't others. win even if it's like moxley
1: yeah, Moxley's already done it. I thought, no, that's yeah. not have The this. crowd
3: are booing because there was a point, wasn't there, where Moxley like attacked um, hey, Page
1: man. and the crowd yeah, him kind of booed a on bit. The ladder.
3: Kind of booed a bit, like kind of booing like, Moxley's like. I did one think of the most it was weird actually over... because they,
1: the, the people they had at the end, normally you have, if you're having the babyface win, you have like a heel to, to throw off the ladder and to get the big spot. Mm. And yeah, they were booing Moxley because it was Moxley and Paige like fighting. And I was like, why don't you put like Lance Archer or um, Matt Hardy or something in that? Because that would have made more sense to me. But, and it, it doesn't really matter, but it's just a small thing. Um, but yeah, they were booing Moxley because they wanted Paige to win so much.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I guess you have a big talking point um, from AEW this week, or last night in particular, was the um, new women's title. The, is it the TBS? Yeah. TBS title. Um, after the TV station um, which I, I, you know, they did it with TNT so I I quite like it Um, and it's the first time I think I've ever seen a mid-card women's title be
1: added Yeah, I I prefer this to doing a women's tag team title I think it's great, yeah Um, and I think it gives a chance I don't know who's, I mean we've mentioned there was a few people that have entered themselves into it um, Thunder Rosa being one of them Um, I'd like to see her get the main one at some point I could
2: really see her winning
1: She would be a good first champ to put, on, to put the Definitely. bell on if you're not going to do her Baker soon put the yep. bell on her I say um, Jay yeah, Cargo was also say. in it um, which is interesting because yeah, she's been very go. well protected
3: I'm trying uh, to think who else will was Sky
1: about. Blue uh, who yeah I remember a, her he's yeah. not going to win the title obviously oh and um, Ruby Soho and Ruby, yeah, Ruby's got, obviously got a chance. Ruby as could
2: well. do... It could be quite a good mid-card title shot. And it's good because you're going to get people the likes of... Uh, we had the other match. We had uh, Shida versus Serena D. This was a great match again. So good. Yeah, I mean, good loved match. This people match. like that. And
1: the angle really afterwards used. was
3: brilliant. Well, after this, this is a good thing. If this was on WWE and they made a big deal about someone... Well, actually, they probably would have lost, actually. That's way WWE do it. But I, I just quite liked it. Um, they made a big deal about winning 50 matches... And it was kind of set up. This was her 50th match, you know, 50th win. And I, I just liked that she didn't win. Well,
2: I, was and... really I was really shocked. I was really yeah. shocked that she didn't win. It's yeah. really
3: cool. And I, 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 I thought yeah, they were going
1: to do it. She wins the trophy. Serena Deeb like hugs her or shakes her hand afterwards and walks off. And i would be like, that's lame. But what they did, he went heel. Have, tap her out and then smash her around the head with the trophy. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot better. Why didn't yeah. I think of that? Like
2: AW style.
1: Yeah, that, that was great, and so it's made me more interested in seeing Serena Deep now, because I'd
2: like, I think obviously yeah, she's a definitely. really good in-ring wrestler, but she didn't have all. a lot mm. to her before. Yeah, she's always been good
3: in-ring, but has not got much else apart from that. No, I'd character. forgotten
2: about her, to be honest. I, yeah, she, I sometimes she, she's she's easy to she, forget you know.
3: about. If she's not on TV, you forget about Serena Deep, yeah. I think. Um,
2: but, but this title just... should give people like that an opportunity.
3: Um, yeah, 100%. Even people
2: like Penelope Ford, Ty Conti, people who may mm. not be in that top running, could easily... Yeah. bell. and, I think and it gives women
1: tool. more time on TV because I think that's been one major criticism of of AWS. Yes. They don't. They do one women's match on every show at the same time. It's always the one before the main event, which is like the, the piss break match almost. Yeah, um, and I think it's been a bit bad. I know they do an extra match. They do normally do one on Rampage now as well.
2: But yeah, they, I they do, do think sometimes
1: that. the way they do, it, apart from the odd occasion when they've had, like, Thunder Rosa and Brit Baker main event, like, and do a yeah. crazy match I'll, on the odd occasion. But week to week, it's usually the, the after.
2: And their divisions really, um, really come on as well. Uh, if you think back to sort yeah, of house. 18 months ago, it was pretty awful, really, wasn't it? Um,
3: yeah, no, it was.
2: And I think... Um, who did we have back then? I can't even remember. Well, you had Riho as or something really, It was Reho, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Emmy
1: Sakura was on the show a lot. And people yeah, like, oh, and
3: um, it was quite weak. Big, swole and These people were around a lot. Um, mm. And they're
1: all okay, but they're not the same level. As they Red are now. velvet.
3: It's another one I'm not massively fussed on. I think. I think,
1: she's okay. I Randy think she's Rhodes, Brandy really? Rhodes was actually. Straight out of your stuff. oven, or your mum's oh. oven, <laughs> whoever it is. Oh, yeah. Straight
3: <laughs> out of your mum's <laughs> <your mama's> kitchen. <laughs> that's what she says. Your mum's oven. Freshly a cut
1: oven freshly cooked red velvet
3: oh yeah. well, it would
1: work freshly squeezed orange Cassidy but uh, <laughs> that'd be a t- mixed tag
3: team <laughs> I almost think though with this new title I think they just thought well we need like Britt Baker's never not going to be champions we need another championship like who's going to who can beat Britt Why Baker not? no I, I think it's a great idea
1: and I'm like really I, forward earlier, I to wish it. WWE had done this instead of a tag
2: let's drop the tag and just turn it into a single one yeah, yeah. Maybe the tag team could have a big fight and then they melt them into one. I don't yeah. Know. But the the title on the tag team. Both.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think in, in your mum's oven.
1: <laughs> so there were a couple of other things from AEW that, that were noteworthy, I felt. Um I I won't bother talking about Rampage so long ago now, and a lot of it links into I mean I thought the um the women's triple threat was interesting with um Jake getting the win.
2: The but um,
1: in terms of this match, obviously, the opening eight-man tag was an absolutely star-studded, like, crazy spot fest again.
2: Um, mm, but yeah. the only
1: thing about this match was that there was a couple of really cool spots I liked, and there were some big spots, but there were a couple of real bad botches in this match. I don't know if you saw them, but um, there was yeah, a there power was... bomb that Omega went to do, and they kind of passed him around, and Omega kind of fell down. And yeah, that, that was funny. And there and was uh... also the indie taker on the outside, where yeah, it looked a bit sloppy.
3: It, was... it looked rubbish, didn't it?
1: Yeah. um, But overall, this match was awesome. My favourite part of the match was when everyone was diving on the outside doing things. And then Adam Cole went to do a dive and then he stopped in the middle of the ring and just went, Adam Cole, baby! (laughs) That bit was cool. That was my favourite. It wasn't even a move. And it was my favourite part of the match.
3: Well, One thing that always pops me, I turn into a Pringle when I see the uh, young bucks bounce up against the ropes. Then they just stop and kiss Adam Cole's cheeks. Love
2: it. <laughs> Everyone loves that. It happens I love all that the time,
3: well. and I—I I, I don't know why, but I—I I was like, oh, they're going to they're gonna kick him. This is going to be bad. I—I—I—I
1: thought I, I, I Adam Cole it. seems even more. I loved Adam Cole in NXT. I thought he was like the coolest guy ever, and he seems even more cool now. Yeah, he's
3: brilliant, and he just fits in with the elite so well. Like it's—it's it's like a, you know, it's like it's like a lovely it slippers, does work just it's just like just they're
2: rubbing it in wwe's face as well in a weird way it's like the kiss is as if it's at them and i like yeah. the way the commentators were like oh there's no there's no, <laughs> no place for that here they don't need to be doing that because they're just so arrogant with it it's interesting um, yeah it's just so arrogant it's, it's such a great they're they're such a heel team but everybody absolutely loves them it's, it's crazy uh, and yeah. we love to boo them yeah definitely um,
3: I think that's Is that it from AW sort of AW? Well there's a
2: couple of other things I just wanted to say
1: about The Dan Lambert Chris Jericho segment I've never I've not seen nuclear heel heat like that In a long time
3: Yeah Dan um, Lambert The crowd hated.
1: absolutely hated him And in a good way Like they didn't uh, They weren't like Oh this is insane. They were like shouting at him And stuff And I, I really liked that
2: Yeah that was really that
1: great And obviously um, the Derby beatdown As well was interesting
2: and we had Sammy versus Bobby Fish. Yeah. And Bobby... That's a good match. I liked that. And I like the fact that it had a clean win. Um, yeah, but Fish Bobby Fish signed good. with AEW. Um, mm. Found it a bit strange, but I think the only reason I'm finding it odd now is because they've signed so many big names, so I'm expecting only big, massive names. But we have to remember, <sighs> they do like signing all of these... Yeah,
3: it's it's just... There's a lot of... Good wrestlers that aren't currently on TV that they could use. Um, that signing in, someone like Bobby Fish just feels.
2: I know they're signing in because really we can,
3: because we need him. Sort of thing. That's what it feels like.
2: I'm Very like there's two hey, angles here. Are they going to add another show in the future, and they're bulking it out ready, or are they just getting ready for live shows where they need more of a spread out roster so they can go in different places, off air? I mean, um, and also yeah, maybe. if they're looking to make it sort of an AEW network style thing, they're going to need more content. And the way to do this is to have a massive roster so you can have all these different shows going on at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, this... they
1: do already have obviously Dark and Dark Elevation, which obviously people do wrestle on. At the yeah,
3: well, and they're not, they're, they're, there's like 10, 11, 12 matches per show in Dark and Dark Elevation. It's not like they're small shows. They're like two hours long, with the just only
1: percent of people on there is they're not on TV and they're not watched by a massive audience. So, for people like who have just signed, like if Bobby Fish just ends up going on there, I mean, it's probably still better than him not wrestling for a major promotion, to be fair. So, but it just feels like a bit of a waste. And there's that, and there's plenty of other people you could say that about, not just him, but you know, yeah, I, they do I, recycle I the talent I quite I well, Bobby but
2: Fish the in the Undisputed Era. But if you said to me when he when he sort of went from WWE you're never gonna see Bobby Fish again on TV, I wouldn't be that bothered. Yeah, he's he's a good like, match, but I just not that bothered. Yeah, I, he was I, my I, fourth
1: favourite in Undersphere. But...
2: I think I think he's everyone's fourth
3: favourite, really. I mean I just I, I just think they didn't need to, it just feels like an unnecessary sign in. maybe I'll be proved wrong, you know, maybe he'll turn out to be really good and he'll have a great career in AW, but I, I'll be surprised if he does anything of note, personally. Who knows? Who knows? Let's, let's, let's not jump down Bobby Fisher's throat just yet. Excellent. Oh, I like him, but
1: I just... Adam did. Cole.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe he joins the elite with Adam Cole.
2: Why not?
3: And they called themselves the Undisputed Elite. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, is that it done? I think that so, covers... Promoting that, much that's, that's the week covered... Now we're going to cover you with some skid marks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'll, I'll start this week. because so I, I, don't, I don't often start because so I, I tend to kind of introduce the skid marks. Um, you are a skid mark. Last week, I, I got very skinny last week. I was very negative. Um, and this week, I don't have too much negative t- to say. I'm, I'm trying to keep positive this week. Um, and my skid mark is actually something that's been brought up before as a skid mark, but just not by me. I almost just just want to echo an old skid mark, and just I just want to have a I just want to say WWE's finishes or lack of finishes is frustrating, and this wasn't even the worst week for it, but it just happens so often that it's hard to get behind matches. Um, you mentioned earlier, Crossy, we had Belair v. Flair on, on Raw, but Sasha interfered, so. Like, it's one of those matches, you know, you're not going to get a clean finish with Bianca Belair vs Charlotte Flair. You know, it's just going to be a, a match that leads to something. There's, there's no, we're not seeing who's a better wrestler. Like, we had Sasha. So I
2: thought that we got away from that the other week when we had... Um, yeah, we've Reeves been on a good Drew. run.
3: We, we had Big E beat Lashley in a cage the yeah. other week, just clean as a main event and stuff like that. And we yeah. had Roman beat... Who did Roman beat in a main event? Montez Ford, the other week.
1: It's a shame because I feel like these, the, the Raw and SmackDown this week felt like it was so much about the draft that the matches were a complete afterthought. Yeah. And they there had was no put a decent main event and they were, didn't know how to, what to do with it. So they were just like, oh, let's just do a DQ. And it's a really lazy thing. Uh, yeah. But I don't mind it so much when you do like, if you do a two minute match in a mid card, like the tag team, a random tag team match, two minutes, ends in DQ, I can live with them. Like it's annoying when they do them all the time. When it's your main event of your show, um, and it's too it's a big match, I just don't I just don't I like think, it. I
2: think um I agree with, with Sean Skidmark as a re- repetitive thing. It's happened too many times. I didn't actually mind it in this instance because it had Sasha returning. Well I so I've, I've I've for got that. I've
3: got a few from this week. I've written down all, all of the bad finishes. Um well the thing is the, the woman that I, I mentioned about the women's top women's um, division on WWE is a bit of a mess in terms of who fits where in terms of faces or heels. And just in terms of the matches, we had Belair v Becky um, at the last pay-per-view, non-finished, Sasha come out. We had Belair v Flair on Raw, non-finished, Sasha came out. And we had Sasha v Belair on SmackDown, Smackdown non finish.
1: Well, it was and, a finish, but... It was oh, sorry,
3: right yeah, up. Becky With led the hair. Head, then Charlotte came yeah. after. So none of these matches... Mean anything? They're all like, it's all building for something, and I just want to see that something it's building
1: <coughs> to. But it's like we are at Crown Jewel, I suppose. But are we? We're we gonna see. I'm sure we'll get a
3: finish at there. Yeah, we will. We think it's it a pay per view. You know, maybe uh, it's a triple threat match. Yeah, so. yeah, we kind of have to. Yeah. Um, just other bad finisher, uh, non well, n- non finishes slash, um, roll up finishes. We had Priest and Hardy in a title match, and Priest won by roll up. Okay, I don't know why he won
1: by roll up, but he did. That annoyed me. Just let yeah. him hit a finisher.
3: I don't know why he needed to do that. We had Liv v Carmella, which I don't know if Liv even started. This one wound me up. Was it a match? Was it, who knows? They, it wound she me up in the first
1: place that they were doing this match again anyway, because they've done it six million times. Um, but yeah, the mask thing. And then I, don't, I just. Like the I don't match know.
3: didn't even really finish. It was just. All
1: I've got on my notes is uh, Carmella v Liv again. Why? this was crap, dot, dot, dot. That's all I've written. Yeah. <laughs> Literally.
3: Yeah, and we had two from uh, NXT. We had LA Knight v. Odyssey Jones, um, which had Andre Chase. That was a very
1: strange finish as well. Yeah,
3: very weird one. And Odyssey we... to
1: lose. Yeah. I know LA Knight's not won at all, but like... Yeah, he
3: does either win winner in that fairness.
1: But not like that. <laughs> it, was, it was odd.
3: Probably the one I, I could understand the most was Cora Jade v. Frankie Monet, which was a roll-up finish, um, but that's how Corey would, would is going to beat Frankie
1: Monet. But and what made it even worse is Frankie Monet attacked her initial opponent to get into the match and then got made to look like an absolute idiot.
3: Yeah, I mean, it just makes Frankie look shit. Um, yeah. So it's like, that's actually not that many. and There's been weeks where it's been worse, definitely. Um,
2: if you but listen it's, back just, through my skid marks, you'll hear Yeah, you it's, it's
3: it's just a recurring theme. And it's, again, it's these little matches, like even Priest Hardy, you know, no one's, How are you meant to get people to care about these matches if you're going to end them like that? Priest-Hardy, that's a title match on a show. We just mentioned Sammy v. Bobby Fish happened a a mid-card title match in the middle of a show, just like Priest and Hardy. Look how too much a support trade. There's a big difference between how AW are doing it and how WWE are doing it. And um, WWE need to sort it out because I I just don't think it's good. The other day,
2: um, not Drew, uh, Damian Priest beat Drew McIntyre. (laughs) Clean... With a yeah. finisher, mm. so why should they let him pin well. Jeff Hardy? He's not gonna, no one's gonna think any worse. Everyone already thinks bad of Jeff Hardy because he was chasing the the time, especially as the angle afterwards was Jeff Hardy getting
3: attacked by Austin Theory. Yeah, why could you not have Jeff Hardy lose the match and then you know, Austin theory rub it in a bit more? I, I just I don't know, and we I want to see
2: finishes. Let's, let's, not face, let's face it. We want to see these guys doing their cool move. Otherwise. Exactly. You could just stick anyone in there.
3: (laughs) And I think it's almost got to a point now where a clean finish is a bigger surprise than than, than, than a bad finish.
1: Like like what they're trying to do, you know, make you excited for the, it's it's silly because you should be excited for everything. Yeah, but really. So often
3: you see a main event for a TV show announcing you think, oh, was this this? Is, especially this is when someone's be... on
1: commentary. Like, the, the main event, Becky was on commentary. And I was like, well, this yeah. isn't having a clean finishing because Becky's, <laughs> Becky's already out there.
3: And I, I completely get that um, you need to set up angles to continue storylines, and you can't just have a match, finish, move on, match, finish, move on, match, finish. I completely get you need storylines. But you can have... Bianca beats Charlotte and then Sasha comes out, and then Becky, and like you 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 can do both things. You don't have to okay, we yeah. can't have a finish ever because we need to always set up another thing. And the the, the woman's one in particular bothers me because it's just Sasha coming out and Charlotte coming out, and it's like
1: it was almost the same on both sides, re- DQ. Yeah, this week in
3: particular, the two main events, the two women's matches were both very similar type of angles I don't know one didn't achieve any like
1: I I really think the draft was the main reason for this because they, yeah. they, I think they put, just were concentrating so much on the draft, they just didn't give a shit about the matches. Like, a lot of the matches are so short on this show. I don't know if you... Like, the New Day and the Hurt Business had a, like, two-minute match for, just for no reason.
3: Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. I mean, I, I've, I, I said to you guys throughout the day, I, I didn't think there was too much to discuss from Raw and SmackDown apart from the draft because it was Weirdly, other just... than
1: that Rude Ziggler match went ages. Yeah, um, that, 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 was, that was the best, best other match
3: that. of the two, of the two n- nights, mm. probably. Uh, anyway, Sorry.
2: one of you two have a skid. Talking about the draft, probably comes quite nicely onto my skid, Mark. Yep. So there's a couple of things I have a problem with here. The way they do the draft is just not that entertaining. It's just two people that are not too bothered about reading from a piece of paper. Um, it, it used to be made a little bit more of a big deal. I know we can't do it at the moment, but you used to have like Triple H and Stephanie come out and do the draft. That was a little bit more exciting. But what I'd like is a bit of build-up of people trying to get onto certain brands. Even if you had some fake executives from Fox or whatever, trying to, like, Mm -hmm. bid for people and things like that backstage, rather than just them coming out and saying, this person's here, this person's there. Even have a little tournament to see who gets to put where. I don't know. But make it a little bit more entertaining than just reading off a piece of paper. And it's so obvious, usually, who's going to be chosen. Um, And just... Like, there's
3: no, the, the way that they do it, why Why does Seth care if he's on Raw or SmackDown? Realistically, what does the difference? Like, give us a reason why someone wants to be on one brand and not the other. Because at the moment, there's no reason, really. There's just no, like I say, it's just names off a paper. It, it doesn't, it's, it's so hard to get too invested in, oh, he's been, Draft and I like we I know we discussed it for the first half of this podcast, but that the, they just don't portray it like that. Like it's it's because we love the product so much that we care who goes where, but like realistically, and like another like they they did I'm trying to think who did the promo. Was it Edge who did a promo on SmackDown? Was like saying goodbye to the fans or something? I was like, well, yeah. like SmackDown, like and you're, you're not leaving these fans behind because they'll still watch Raw they'll still be in this arena if, you, if Raw visits this arena in, in a month's time like it's, it's a lot of it just doesn't make sense to me and I think you need GMs as well you,
2: you need some sort of competition I think he, uh, the, yeah, a couple I of years ago
1: they had the networks and the Fox robot didn't they and stuff and that was okay because at least yeah, then I you had reason
2: too bad. I just you, want someone to like their music to drop or something like yeah. that so we've got this this person coming on and they're like oh I've beaten everyone on Raw Oh, no, you haven't. Seth Rollins' music drops. It's quite a big deal then. It's like, I'm going to challenge them rather than reading off a piece of paper. And I know it's quite fun. I was sort of um, analysing who's going to go for what title now they're on the draft. But it would have been so much more exciting if Seth came out in a big e-promo or something like that. Any, anyone. It doesn't yeah, matter Yeah, and the
1: thing is, especially with NXT call-ups. Yeah. Because you're just going, oh, Ridge Holland's on SmackDown now. Okay. yeah. Like, Ridge Holland if he just came for, out... To,
2: 95% of the people who watch <laughs> Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, even I actually
1: heard him shouting, who the crowd were going, who, who, when he was. Yeah. You know,
2: they need to bring him out or show like a little segment of him destroying people on the um, on the type. Yeah, they type literally just showed a name. They, and they go, <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Rich Holland's on SmackDown. I don't know anything about him, but he's here. It's kind of, and yeah. then, you know, it'll turn up next week or the week after, whenever the draft so we, comes not
2: in. Not only that, we've then got this weird feature that the draft doesn't actually kick in for three weeks and I was really confused about this I was like okay so why are we doing it now for I know you have this um I suppose spell of excitement where they're all going to fight with each other and whatever and you need these feuds to continue uh into crown jewel but just leave the draft for a few more weeks so we can actually have some excitement because I'm going to forget who's in what uh, who's where well yeah that's actually that, you're right. That's the
3: concern I have because I wonder whether for the next three weeks we're going to get the not like we're just going to get everyone on every show because yeah. you're you're either on SmackDown you've been drafted to SmackDown so that, that's pretty much everyone apart from like we're going to get all the top
2: people and all the lower card are just going to get pushed out and yeah, then so suddenly they're going to come in when the draft starts and it also I I could put some money on it. That someone in that list is going to change. They're not going to keep it as it is. Yeah, that there'll is be always there'll annoying. be no explanation. They'll just decide that that that's better for TV. So mm. yeah,
3: and like back to you, you, you know, you said about the kind of more of a storyline aspect to why people moved. I mentioned it at the top at the top of, of the podcast. They had a storyline thing angle with the Usos and just didn't use it. They just ignored it. And even mm. Naomi, they like. Sonya didn't want Naomi on SmackDown. So, wouldn't it have, like, they could have done a story of her not getting drafted and, like, then, like, Rorick Zex or SmackDown Zex talked to him, like, you know, we want Naomi. If she's oh, but I don't wanna, like, they, they could have done something. And they, they had, a, probably, they're the only two examples they could have used based on storytelling. And they, they didn't use them. I just don't know why.
1: One thing I hope they do do, and it, it, we'll see on Friday. They probably won't, but it fits into Sammy Zayn's character very well that he was the last draft picked on TV. Yeah, because um, he's always, you know, got this conspiracy theory kind of thing. That you know, I hope they do something with that. I hope that was done by design and not just. It was probably done as a, just a, 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 you know, a thing, not even in, deliberately. But I hope that's one thing they can do. Um, but I, I don't know. You're right though. They, um, they were both. Very, very good points, I think, about the draft and yeah. and how it was done. Shall I move on to mine?
2: Yeah, delicious skid mark. Yeah, there's my skid mark.
1: Okay, so mine is um, just a random sort of bit of commentary from this week um, that's been in the news a little bit. Uh, Corey Graves, who's normally a decent enough commentator, he does play a heel, so I don't know whether this was him trying to be it heel or whether this was a legit thing or, or if Vince was in his ear telling him to say this, I don't have a clue. But it was very strange when Dana Brooke, who hasn't been on Raw in a long time, um, is in a match and he's literally burying her, saying, you know, she's been here a long time, she's never done anything, why sometimes she have got to cut your losses, when they've released a lot of people. And I just think sort of implying that they should release Dana Brooke... Was yeah, very out of you know, just bad taste and just silly. Like, and not fair on her. She's reacted to that um, on her Instagram, I noticed. And there's a little oh, bit of a back I'm and surprised. forth thing. And whether it was again Corey putting on a heel act and trying to be a heel commentator, him coming up with that, or Vince has told him to say that, which is even worse because um, Vince I mean, is saying that, and that's not a good look. Um, hopefully,
3: it's some sort of storyline.
1: Yeah. I, I doubt it is. I don't think it is. Um, if it is, then I'll forgive it. Like, next week, if Dana Brooke comes on Raw and is like, I, you know, commentators are saying, I shouldn't even be here, I'm going to prove you wrong, and then she wins, gets a massive win against shock someone next week, I don't know who against, but, you know, some, someone was like, and it leads to her getting a bit of a push out of it, then maybe, but I don't think that that's the case. I think it was a legit thing that they feel. Someone feels that way about her, and whether they feel like that or not, you don't. You shouldn't say it. you don't say that about your own people on your show. You try and make your, your
2: wrestlers sound important. It's got um, to be a storyline, surely. They can't be. I don't know. Don't you it? know, what I mean, I it being legit
3: again to compare AW to WWE. AW commentators, whoever it is, whether it's the hill, whether it's Taz, whether it's you know Jericho as a hill. Whoever it is on commentary, they always put over everyone in the ring. The only person
1: who sometimes doesn't yeah. is yeah. JR. I notice that a lot. Yeah, or JR is the only knows, one who sometimes doesn't. Yeah, but
3: I think he does tend to say, like, as uh, I was going to mention, Tony uh, Schiavone Sh- Schiavone. Yeah, he always like calls MJF a dirty piece of work and stuff. But he always says he's a great, he's, he's-, yeah. he's a good wrestler as well. Like. They put over the wrestlers all the time. I think I've a really good, good
2: baker when she was heel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And so yeah, and it just goes to show you don't you don't need the heel commentator to just absolutely hate and think whoever the face is in the ring is the worst wrestler in the world and shouldn't and be around. I also
2: find that Corey, he, I know, he massively seems to favorize Carmella, and I know they're they're an item. And, but it's like obvious, it's like too much
1: it, it was kind of funny when she got drafted to Raw and how happy he was but
2: yeah, yeah I, I, I get that but I do find when he's, when he's talking in, in a contrast to what he said about Dana Brooke it's, it's almost see through mm. um, and I, I don't want to, to have that in, in wrestling I, I want it to be completely storyline based and fictitious um, but it's, it's almost too obvious uh, I find but yeah, I I don't think he should be saying that. It as you say, I'll, I'll eat my words if it's a storyline. They may even turn it on purpose to. I think they. I, they that's might. that's, the that's actually, that's actually what that.
3: I expect. I don't think it's a storyline planned. But I think they might see the backlash and think, oh shit, we better do something about this. Let's make let's make it a storyline. Let's make you know, let's 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 put some blasters on this.
1: That's why yeah. I mean, again, I go back to AEW, AEW would do that. If they made a mistake, they would turn it into a story. Make it and and like or it was or a they would
3: just almost own up to it, you know, like the yeah. the Moxley um the Eddie Kingston explosion thing. They didn't just hide away from that and not mention it, like the <laughs> no, broken like I like, like the broken ropes. Time.
1: When that was out, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we, we would have gone in hard on that. I'm
3: sure. Uh, having all of our skid that, marks, man. we'd have had a joint skid mark.
2: They we'd have been one big. They did a skid mark in the ring. <laughs> that was a skid mark. At it end. was a skid mark, but they made up for that, though, didn't they? they had yeah, it. and
3: they didn't they didn't back away from it. That they mentioned it and you know moved on, and that's the best way to deal with things. You know, the ropes break on Finn Balor, and WWE just I oh, will move Balor to Raw, never never to meet. Be in the same ring as Roman Reigns again, and no one will ever mention it again. I'd forgotten
2: about that till so you mentioned it on this
3: show, yeah. Or just like the Fiend and Seth, oh no, sorry, no, the Fiend and Goldberg, even Goldberg beat the Fiend. I won't ever mention that again. Let's, let's just move on. That's probably even the best. That one, <laughs> really yeah. Cool. No, but I know, but you, just own up to stuff, or just yeah, mm. I don't know. Again, it's probably going a bit off, off topic of your skid mark, but
1: yeah, yeah, but I think we there, there was some legit skid marks. There. there was nothing that bad this week, um. No, terms of
3: week,
1: to be honest. Yeah, it is it, getting...
3: The last couple of weeks have been really hard. To I mean, I think
1: Raw, was, Raw and SmackDown weren't as strong as the last couple of weeks. I think the last three Raws before this were good. This Raw wasn't as good, purely because I think it was mainly just about a draft, and there was barely any wrestling on it. Same with SmackDown. AEW this week was really good. I think NXT, we, we mentioned it a bit, and I actually think it, this was the best one so far of NXT 2.0. I felt a bit more about the new characters. I felt like there was some direction there. I felt like... I'm getting into the new characters a little bit more.
3: Yeah, the only thing I want to see on NXT a bit more is I want to see the, the NXT title p- propelled a bit more because it seems just to be a side story at the moment. It doesn't yeah. feel like, like, the woman's title feels like, the, and, and, and that's fine. Like, the woman's title feels like a big deal. The NXT men's title, to me, doesn't feel like a big deal at all at the moment. Um, and I, I would just, that's, a, that's my new thing with NXT. I, I just want to see that pushed up a bit more
1: yeah but yeah overall good week and um so we'll be back next week um i think we'll leave it there for now so i think our batteries need recharging after that one Um, so that's all this week for this week um we'll be back as always next week more the same i think we'll be talking about the um the king of the ring and the queen's crown tournament that start on friday Final is set to play take place at crown jewel in saudi arabia so that's something to so hopefully look forward to it. We no, all like to tournaments, to don't we? So Yeah, we love tournaments. Uh, we won't bother predicting who we think is gonna win that now because it's a bit late. We can maybe talk about that next week.
3: Yeah, maybe whatever we'll um, yeah, once we see the um the, the brackets, the, the, the and, brackets and, yeah. and the
1: opening rounds. I mean I've got I hope Xavier Woods goes far because he's, it's his this is dream to win King of the League and he's been banging on about it for years, but we'll see.
3: Well, uh, I, I actually heard a um just quickly, I heard a thing about like a, a good reason that Finn Balor could win King in a Ring and go from a prince to a king because he's Prince Balor, yeah. isn't he?
1: Yeah, that, uh, that could cool. be a good one. And Queen of Spades Shayna Baszler wouldn't be bad either. Um, but yeah, so yeah. follow us on uh on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle or find us on Facebook at Recharge Wrestling as well. Um, we're Recharge of- Wrestle,
3: not Wrestling on Facebook, yeah, we're Recharge Wrestle on both.
1: Oh, I thought we were recharged wrestling on Facebook. Sorry, that's my bad. No. Um, we are part of the Robot Republic community. So please check them out on Twitter as well at Robot Republic underscore. They have more great podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next week. Today, guys. guys. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.